sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or reason All it takes is ten drinks minimum Ooh, welcome to Ten Drink Minimum. We're back in the studio. Woo-woo. Back in the saddle again. You know, when you say we're back in the studio, it became the norm to actually be like, no, this is our home. It's not back in the studio. We're just at home. We're home. We're home. Well, I mean, the studio is home. studio is God. Um, Everyone is here. We're alive. Sorry about that. Hey, I wasn't pointing any fingers. So so the one thing (laughs) is, like, it's always a big transition or, like, a big to-do to, one, do a remote at a either a festival or like one at a brewery or like at a crack house. Yeah, a crack the, house. The, the, Those the, ones are real difficult. So to come back into our own home studio, it makes us one. One makes me comfortable, and two, we were a lot. We're, we're relaxed enough to actually like express what we're you know trying yeah. to do on this podcast, which is be awesome and yeah. talk about real life and absolutely be ourselves. Which means we're like, you know, I think. You know, we talk about this a lot, or I do. I bring up, you know, I think it's important people know that we're actually friends. So it's a little more comfortable and natural when we're here mm-hmm. instead of... We're not just friends from work. Yeah. It's not like, hey, Carl, what you doing this weekend? Hey, Karen. Taking the wife and kids down to the Carlsbad Caverns. What's up, Linda? <laughs> Sorry to Linda's or Karen's. Linda from accounting? You know what? (laughs) Actually, we're coming into a generation where there's going to be kids doing what we do um, years from now. And it's like, hey, what's up, Madison? What's up, Aiden? What's up, Brayden or (laughs) Kyle? What's up, Daenerys? Hey, that's (laughs) actually uh, my stepdaughter's name is Daenerys, but we call her Danny. Of course, because that's her name on the show. Yes. And so how old is she? She's three. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine because it's actually a thing in real life now. Daenerys. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about what we're we're busting open here right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Let's talk absolutely. About it. No, I'm actually, I'm gonna preface this in a way that um, I am privileged to be on the show. I've been on the show for almost a decade. Uh, I've been, th- I guess, the second co-host because Chris had gone through two co-hosts you're before the, me. Oh, dude, you're the. The 10th co-host? Fourth. You're the fourth, fourth co-host. And I am the, the longest co-host. Uh, I've been wow. with this thing. F- I've been with the company for so long. <laughs> yeah. Gold watch time. And, um, yeah. I, I, well, let's, before we get to what we're, you're probably going to talk about, can no, we no, talk the, about I, this? I, I, I was prefacing oh. it for this. Uh, it, it's, it's been a privilege to be the part of the show and to have um, – Recognition, yeah, and the notoriety for like um, local companies to reach yeah. out to us and try to, I guess, collaborate with our brand to their their brand, yeah, right, and to actually have that comfortability 
of just like you guys are freaking famous so mm. like can you please make us can you please make bring, us a lot of money make us a lot of money <laughs> we want to roll around in it that's how they the, the meetings are weird when they say that <laughs> right I'm just kidding. it's actually that. really weird when they roll around in their money in front of us because uh i don't have that kind of money yeah right so it's like, just they just throw it in the air and, <laughs> and you go to grab something like whoa 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 that's happened to us a few times. They yeah, just yeah. Uh, roll around in their own so money. So that being said, uh, yeah. there was a brewery. Of course, we talked this about, about this on the show before. We had a show there, yeah. We had a show there. Um, Dialogue Brewery. Um, one is a great community builder in a way that they bring in live music. They bring in the arts from around the city to be, partake in their own space and to realize, like, listen, we can be a beacon for arts in, like um, – just community building. So they asked us to make a beer with them. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and not just like, hey, we're going to make a beer with you. Like, we're just going to not, we're going to make a beer like with your name on it. Yeah. They were like, we want you to come in. We want you to work with the brewer. We want you to, you know, and, and it wasn't easy. And then, you know, they, they opened the door and they let us go in. There's actually video out there. I don't know if we're ever going to release it because the audio might be bad, but. There's video of us making a beer. Oh, yeah. Totally. And then there's proof of us. We made a beer. Here it is. We have beer. And what I love if, like, you, if, is, like, we, you go into the place and, you know, the name Tindering Minimum is a hard name to brand on things. It is hard. It's, it's, it can be problematic well, in a way. like Especially if, for beer. For yeah. beer. For beer. Right. But I think the community understands, like, oh, that's Tindering yeah. Minimum. We, well, we, now, know, we know this. Have you, yeah, did you see the photo of their menu? Like, not only does it have the beer on there, Tendrick Minimum Brown Ale, at the top of it, it says, uh, listen to Tendrick Minimum Podcast. Oh, shit. Across the top of their menu. Like, at the very top, boom, there it is. Mm. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really cool of them to do that. So, if you are in the Albuquerque metro area, Google it, go to Dialogue Brewing, because you're not going to be able to go to the store and buy Tendrick Minimum Brown Ale. Not yet. That we put our blood and sweat in. Oh, gosh. Not yet. But, like, uh, go there and try the beer. And I would hate to actually bring the uh, idea that there's blood and sweat with it, but there's definitely going to be some. Uh, I mean, and it's fine. I've been drinking these guys' sweat in my beers for a year now. Because that's the hazing ritual for the show. Yeah. We all wipe our brow and then, you know. Ring it off into a cup and uh, hazing is actually not PC now, Chris. Oh, so. yeah, it's not. <laughs> oh, uh, I thought I thought we like all wore robes. Has it changed? <laughs> Paddlings, God, wild animals. So if we, you guys only knew what I had to go through to be on this show, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to, but I, but I don't really feel like because I we did that show there. We talked about the beer. Then I bolted out of town and. Like I felt, I feel like we've kind of neglected those people, and they're fucking amazing. Oh, for sure. You know, and it's not only a brewery that I like; it's a brewery that it's like my go-to place to drink at. Oh yeah, totally. When people go, "Hey, wh- what's your favorite brewery?" That's the one, Dialogue Brewing. Awesome. And I would say there's definitely because we were talking about this today. We're not going to mention the brewery, but of course, it's it's a great. I guess neighborhood bar, yeah. but beers can be fucking awful. Dude, it, li- it literally, 
Oh, I've yeah. never I've never used this word and this is so dialogue brewing amazing. We're talking about a completely different place. So we also went to, not talking about Red Door. We're not talking about Red Door <laughs> Brewing. Not talking about sidetrack brewing. Not talking about uh, marble brewing or anyway. Any but of my they, but I went to a brewery today and we, we drank a beer and I've never used this word to describe a beer and the only thing I could say is it tasted filthy. Oh. It tasted gross. That's also good. uh that could be a I guess a advertising point for perverts. Uh, it's like go to this brewery and it's, like, and it's oh, filthy as fuck. Oh my filthy god, filthy as hell. Oh, if you want to feel like a daddy and just like have filthy ass beer, just go to this oh. brewery. Oh. I, can't, I don't know if I can go there anymore, dude. Oh, I go there all the time. I know, but when you okay, if you have a reason to go, so mm-hmm. this is like the worst thing you can say about a bar. I go there because it's close to me. I, and, also, and I drink other people's beer. It's not there. fair yeah. to, um, I guess, judge. It is fair to judge a brewery by their beer. Yes. But you find a beer that you like and you stick with it. Yeah. I was, I'm never one to go, especially to Sidetrack Brewery. Really? They have objectively one of the best beers of all time. It's called the yes. Pub Ale. Yes. With, with, Pub Ale with their old great teas, my favorite. And yes. so, will I try any of the other beer? Chris will do that and the other bill might be fucking horrendous but if you stick to that pub ale you'll never go wrong and they are fr- that the beer is objectively what my favorite beer of all time yeah not all I, time but in, in in the city all i know is like there was no way i was getting another one yeah not of, not even of that like of, i mean i don't even mean like of the same one i mean like another w- different like I got an ale. I wasn't going to go for a lager. That's no right. way. And that's definitely consumer traits. Like you try one and it's awful, but oh. of course, like if you know, you're shooting like freaking shots in the dark. So maybe you do try their good one and you're like, Oh my God, this is great. I don't so know what yeah. that is. And he doesn't know, he doesn't but know. he had that beer of theirs yeah. and it was awful. I, I think my we, perspective on breweries has changed since dating a brewer. Yeah. Because he'll taste a beer oh, and I be didn't like... Oh, you, you date a brewer? I do. Okay. I date, I'm dating a brewer. Uh, but he'll taste a beer and then he'll be like, oh, their equipment is disgusting. Oh, they don't clean their equipment right after they That's change their like. beer. That's what I felt Okay, so yeah. So, it cha- so then once he's like, oh, I don't feel like they clean their equipment. And he's not saying that their equipment is dirty. He's no. just saying... They didn't change out the flavors or whatever. Yeah. But once he says that about a brewery, I feel so gross. And I'm just like, nope, never doing it that again. Wash off. Yeah, it's like, Bleh, that's gross. I don't like it. Never doing that again. And also, I would definitely put a shout out to the brewery for yeah. being um, filthy. And so, me <laughs> being a perv- pervert, perverted guy, I'll be there every fucking day. Yeah, so fucking filthy beer. On, on the uh, on the other note, go to Dialogue Brewing. Uh, that's this is what we're drinking right now. We're drink, drinking little blah blah, blah blah blah. We're drinking the Dialogue Dialogue Brewing Ten Drink Minimum Brown Ale, and I I love it. I love it too. I we, like we it. literally worked on it. Yeah, I have a even I have if it a, was just lifting. Work. I have a can that I sleep with. Oh, that's well, that's cute. Do you have Weird. little pajamas for your can? Yes. Oh yeah, and it's Perfect. I have a pillow for it. That's cute. Pillow for the can. That's cute. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, do, yeah, I, yeah. I do love the recipes that they actually give gave us for you know, I guess for making the beer. Do you mm. want it to be taste like this? Do you want it to taste like this? Yeah, that was interesting. And it was it, it was interesting because it's all based on 
almost the same recipe, but how long yeah. you actually yeah. brew it. Well, or, what you put it's in cool it, how it, they yeah. do that. Yeah. Well, and, and, and like I always call it like uh, overblown tea making. Yeah, yeah. Because yes. they steep mm-hmm. they steep everything. It's yeah. like really weird. Like it's like tea. tea. Yeah. It's definitely just tea. Fun fact. Um, actually, not fun fact, but if anyone's worried about, <coughs> of course, there's definitely some waste involved in the brewing process with what with, with the barley and yeah. oats that are just like taken f- to make the beer. Like, yeah. what do you do with the I was waste? Pretty, I was pretty impressed by this. And it, I guess it's an entire community of just um, – Objectively, you can just like throw it away and have the jump trucks take it and just put it in the landfill. Well, you can, you can pay to have it go to the landfill. Yeah, pay to go to the landfill. So instead, they have like farmers come and they pick it up, or, or ranchers or farmers or whatever, and they feed it to their cattle. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like every brewery in town does that. It's great, dude. If you're a f- dude, if this what a great time to be a like rancher. Yeah, what yeah, a great so, time to be like, alive, feed? dude. Feed is fucking yeah. expensive, you and know? that's good grain. Yeah. So. You yeah, know. it's it's. I mean, actually, I, you know, objectively, it's, it's good. the best green you could yeah. probably feed your cows. So that's kind of cool. That's awesome. So dialogue brewing. Check also, it out. feeding our cattle for the future, well, or like, yeah. or like our farm. Yeah. I, I know I like hamburgers. I <laughs> love steaks. I love steak. Yeah, a rare steak. I like steaks. Mm. Too. I had a really fucking good steak in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, that's we, the best place to we, get a steak. We went to the Excalibur, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't have to pay for it. That's even better. What was was it the uh, like? Uh, Did mid, you go to the mid, show? Mid, mid, medieval? No, they don't oh, do yeah. that. They don't do that anymore. What? Dude, Las Vegas is a different place. Or they might, and it might be downstairs. But, but the 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 medieval times thing. Yeah. So when I was in band, we all went to Vegas, and mm-hmm. they did the medieval times, and we let got, me look that up. I think I'm lying to you. Each um. Each that's got to still be a thing. Each band okay. from every state got to be like a different whatever you know, like uh, night or what. I don't know what they call it, but like we were rooting for a different clan or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to eat chicken with your hands. It was so nice. Right. Okay, so they still do it, the tournament of kings. But tournament of kings. The, when you say it's got to be. So I agree with you, but guess what? They don't do in Vegas at Treasure Island anymore. They don't do the pirate battle anymore. It's gone. They don't. They got rid of the boat. It's gone. Here's the deal: I really wanted the first time I got married to do my wedding on the Treasure Island pirate ship because they had this cool wedding ceremony where the pirate would swing from the sails and marry you, and you got to like be on the pirate ship in front of Treasure Island. And my mom said no. And now, guess what? That pirate ship no longer exists and i can never have my dream wedding very upset about it is something you're commissioning them or is it a package it's already it's a exists. package it was a package that you just paid them and they took care of everything and the pirates would be there and it was great and my mom said yeah. absolutely not wow and i am now so devastated guess, guess what what it wasn't her wedding yeah. She wasn't. It wasn't married. her. She was just paying for it. Um, oh, never mind. Because okay. it was my. You know, my parents paid for my yeah, first wedding. That's fair. And so I was like, cool. If I ever get married again, because I'll be paying for it. Mm. I'll just do the Treasure Island thing, yeah, and now he'll do it for you. He'll swing down. And, <laughs> yeah. No. The thing is, honey, but where what am you need I going to do is just, just get married at the Elks Lodge or whatever. I mean, why not? You know, why at the, not? At, at the VFW. The VFW. VFW. <laughs> I'll just get married at, like, Launchpad. Actually, I have a friend who got married at Launchpad. Really? Yeah. I have never heard of him. Um, the guy's, uh, I forget, he's a singer of Anesthesia. Oh. Him and his wife got married in Launchpad. That's cool. It was pretty cool. 
Um, but I mean, you know, I'll just get married at like, I don't know, uh, distillery. That's where I'll get married. That'd be a great way. The thing is, like, it's going back to your like own childhood romanticism. It's like yes. when, when I freaking moved from Estancia <laughs> to Albuquerque, I remember the. I the distillery. Me, me, meeting my husband. He was there playing pool and he was like taking shots of Jaeger. And I saw him. It's like, this is where I'm going to marry one of these days. Honestly, we first connected in Anodyne. And uh, that's like when we started flirting with each other. And we would dance in front of uh, John, who plays out in front of Anodyne oh, most yeah. nights. That's recent then. Yes, yes, yes. And so. Uh, I one day told Hamster, I'm like, you know, I once saw a guy propose to somebody in front of Anodyne. Oh, shit. And I was so mad about it. I was like, who the fuck proposes in front of Anodyne? But I was like, you know, if you don't propose to me in front of Anodyne, it's just, are you even being romantic? See, and that's that's awesome of you. Because you've now taken so much anxiety off of him. <laughs> because, like, there's always that, like, proposal thing. Like, how do you be romantic? All he has to do now is propose in front of Yeah, fucking except Anadine. for he told me he's not going to propose to me in front of Anadine. Well, he's got to tell you that so okay, that he can so, do it. <laughs> um, can I ask when this happened and you saw the proposal? Was it in December? It was... No, maybe? Was it December, like around Christmas? Maybe. Oh, my God. So I have a story about a, <laughs> oh. a proposal that went on proposal. in front of Anodyne. In front of Anodyne. Okay. So we're looking at December 2018. Uh, it was a birthday of this person who um, was just about town. I'm going to give you background music. A, a, a visitor. Uh, she was visiting. She's from here originally. Uh, she lived most of her life in Phoenix or in Arizona and lived in gross lived in Michigan to go to grad school okay okay so uh, it was it's always her MO to like be the life of the party and just kind of like you know engage and get free drinks it, it was always one of the, her things and so back in December of I would say the 23rd a couple days no after Christmas like talking about the 26th 27th I get a text and I she's told me and it's like oh, I just proposed a guy proposed to me in front of Anodyne <laughs> and I'm like that's really freaking weird and it's like you want to come hang out it's like okay sure like I'm doing nothing it's after Christmas like it's the holiday season what the fuck else am I going to do and so she invites me out and um, of course it's a total sham she's a merry girl it's whatever <laughs> And I show up to Anodyne, and it was one of those things where, like, oh, where were you? Like, here's the guy who proposed to me as a freaking joke proposal. Uh -huh. What? It was a joke proposal, and it was just her engaging in, in a scene that she was not familiar with. Like, you know, she's going to go back to, to her own freaking grad school area. It's not a big deal. And so I show up, it's like, whatever, and I drink some water, and in the entire night, it's like, oh, yeah, we got some, you know, everyone's clapping for us because we had, um, you know, a, a fake proposal. A faux-posal. Faux-posal. And so I walk into Anodyne. And of course, I don't know where she is. I'm, I'm, I'm actually communicating through Instagram. 
And so I'm using the urinal, and there's this guy next to me, and he's like, oh, my God. So I just proposed to this most amazing girl. And it's like, I'm ready to leave my, my, my fiancé for her. Wow. Uh-oh. And what I'm a winner. Like, and he's like, I just don't know what to do. What do you think I should do? Pretty much, like, I'm sitting here like, dude, my dick's out, and I'm here for it. I hate, I hate when people talk to me in the bathroom. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me hate too. It. Hate it. And so, pulling my dick back in, zipping my pants, and go ahead. No, someone was, I'm waving at someone. Oh. <laughs> And so what happens? So what happens is basically this guy is like, I don't know what to do, and and so I engage. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much like, okay, guy, you're talking to me with my dick out. So I'm done peeing. Yeah. Who the fuck is this girl? Okay, so now I'm listening. Ooh, and now you're invested in the in the bathroom. And so now I'm invested. So like, this oh, is at anodyne. This is at anodyne, which is a, a terrible bathroom. Terrible. terrible bathroom. It's gross. It's terrible. Wait a minute. Why were you, ter- how do you know? More, more terrible for girls than dudes. Say. How yes. does she know what the bathroom's like, the men's bathroom's like? But, no, but the women's bathroom is not great. Also, I may or may not have been in the men's bathroom at so, Do you guys so, remember when they didn't have sectionals between them? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, pulled my pants. I was like, okay, sorry. I was doing my business. Tell me exactly about what you're talking about. In my ear. Yeah. So, you know? And he's like, oh, God, like, I don't know what I should do. Like, she's just, like, a most amazing girl I've ever met in my life. And so, you know what? You know what, buddy? Um, show me who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, do you really want to meet her? It's like, sure. I want like, to meet your future fiance, yeah. Let me meet your future fiance that you're leaving your fiance for, your future <laughs> wife, who you propose to in front of... This girl Frick, sounds like trash. In front of Anodyne. <laughs> this girl sounds like trash. And so, so basically, I'm just like, okay, dude, like, you pretty much just killed my vibe tonight. Just let me... If if you're gonna make these choices and convey them to me and make this, you know, like plan for your life, let me see who this girl looks like. Or let me meet this woman you're talking about who you're so enamored by. And he's like, "All right, man, come meet me." And so, how drunk was this guy? He was pretty drunk. Oh, okay, super uh, drunk. And so I'm, you know. I'm lit. Yeah, I would hope so. I, I'm, I'm lit as well. It's like, otherwise, right. I'd be like, fuck you, dude. I'm peeing. Right. And so he leads me past the billiards tables to the last table closest to the um, the vending machine and the pinball machine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, God, there she is. And so the person he introduces me to is my current girlfriend. Ah! Boom! I hope your I- wife's listening. <laughs> or girlfriend or whatever. And so I would love to think that when you saw that fake proposal, that that was... Wouldn't that be amazing? Because now me and her like love each other, and yeah, you yeah. and her mm-hmm. love each other. And what's funny, what I'm getting from this whole thing is that Anodyne is the source of both mine and yours happinesses. Oh, yours, yeah, yeah. Because... It's funny, the first time Hamster and I ever kissed was in Anodyne. We had been friends. We had been hanging out. Nothing had ever happened. We're playing pool in Anodyne. There's that pool table with the couch or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. we kissed one time and then changed everything. Uh, okay. What? 
you just skipped over a lot. We're over there playing pool and nothing happened. All of a sudden we kiss. Well, what what led to that? I don't know. Like, I wish I could answer that. But it was like we just saw each other. So we had been friends. We hung mm-hmm. out all the time. Were you dating anyone else? I was... <laughs> I was kind of seeing... She was about town. <laughs> it was about town. I was kind of seeing a bartender at the same place he works. Because <laughs> I, like, I feel like going from like, we were playing pool, then we were kissing. Wait, what? There's like that's a kind little of, bit of stuff in the middle. So, okay, if you want the real story, uh, I was kind of yes. seeing a bartender at the place where he brews, Okay. I was kind of seeing him, but he that guy was kind of a jerk. Like, he was leading me on, and he would get what he wanted, and then he wouldn't talk to me. And that particular night, I had done a photo shoot, and then I went with my photographer friend, Alex. We went to Anodyne, and Jason happened to be at Red Door for the open mic. And that huh. guy that I was kind of seeing or whatever had played this game with me where, like, oh, I'm at the open mic waiting for you. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm at a photo shoot. I'm wrapping it up. He's like, I got to go. These are. And <laughs> the <laughs> thing about men that I wish women would understand, that guy easily could have stayed there if he really wanted to see me. He could have stayed there for an extra 10 minutes. Mm. But he didn't. And I was just like, you know what? Fuck this guy. And I got really mad. I got really drunk. And Jason Hamster, whatever. We all know his name now. He he was there and he went to go play pool with us and I don't know what it was about that night. I don't know if it was that couch. I don't know if it was that I was mad. I don't know but I kissed him and it changed everything. But then I asked him to be my boyfriend a couple of weeks later, and he he said yes. And then he texted me the next morning and said he couldn't do it. Why? He what? was scared. He Aww. was so scared. Aww. And then um, he came to a show Hamster that I, is so adorbs. By the way, he is. He's the best. But he he came to one of my shows on four twenty at Moonlight Lounge, and mm. he walked in, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Because between Moonlight Lounge and when we kissed, and when I asked him to be my boyfriend, and he was scared, there was one night that he was out in front of Anodyne and John the busker was out there and he sends me a picture of him and he's like where are you at and I was totally downtown but I told him I was at home because I was like fuck you like you blew me off I don't don't want to be my boyfriend yeah you don't want anything with me you're just like everybody else I want to be a boyfriend (laughs) and then he walked into Moonlight Lounge after one of my shows and it was like, as soon as I saw him, I got that weird, like, lump in my throat where I was like, oh, shit, why is he here? This is horrible. Like, I I like him Aww. a lot. And I guess he had the same lump. I don't know. We'd have to ask him. But I, I tried to persuade him again. And then that night we ended up going to Founders. Brandon witnessed us becoming a couple, basically. That fucking Brandon. That fucking Brandon. He, he saw what I didn't get. He, he, none of us got to see it. He did. And he eats all the goddamn Slim Jims. <laughs> Here's the Son thing. of a But bitch. that's how we ended up together. And it changed my whole life. It was crazy. That's, that's that awesome. Adorable. So do you think, Tendrick uh, Nation, is it easier to develop a relationship, a friendship, Verse uh, and hook up versus hooking up and maintaining a relationship after that. I don't know what you're... Uh, well, I, I, we you hooked up... I mean, I'm not going to lie. We totally hooked up. 
Okay. So and then I asked him to be my boyfriend. Oh. He was like, no. But the fucked up thing was, oh, he's going to kill me for this. The fucked up thing was the first time we hooked up, I was like, don't tell anybody. <gasps> Why, because did Why did you say that? I said that because I didn't know what I wanted. And I didn't think that me and him were going to be a relationship. Because I was not on the relationship Can't wait train. to tell your kids this story. Oh. I told your dad, don't you tell anybody we banged. I literally was like, uh, the next morning, I'm like, don't tell anybody about this. I don't know what's going on. And I just don't tell anybody. Perf- not- for me, for me, when I sleep with someone in the next morning, they're like, don't tell anyone. I'm all, are you still here? Uh, why no, are you here? Out the door. I'm just kidding. I don't um, That's but not yeah. true. Didn't was, you notice the taxi money? So we hooked up, and then he basically was like, I don't want a relationship. And then it, I couldn't help it, and I think that's rare. I think that's, that's really rare. That's fucking rare. I think usually, <laughs> I think usually if you hook up with a person, and they tell you they don't want a relationship, you... <laughs> Usually, just never talk to them again. <laughs> I'm sorry. My mom was on the chat. <laughs> oh, no. And then that all happened, and she's, of course, Christopher. Christopher. I am blushing so hard she, right now. <laughs> Did you see the taxi money? So, so it's harder to maintain or actually establish uh, why, a, a... Also, Debbie, why are you saying Christopher? Because I feel like... <laughs> it's so weird to oh, hear yeah, I guess. Chris's yeah. name Christopher, actually. Yeah. Right, right. So I'm sa- what I'm asking, is it harder... To hook up and try to Turn establish that into something, into something yeah. versus like being a simp for like a year. I don't think it matters. I don't think it really matters. And I'm the worst fucking person to <laughs> say this. I just think you just don't know because she's yeah. like telling him like, "Hey, don't tell anybody this happened." And then like he's like, "Well, I don't know if I want to be your boyfriend." And then he's like, "No." And then now we're in love. Maybe. That's, you know, it's... I saw those pictures, Holly. You guys oh, have thanks. family photos. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I, you uh, guys have fucking family photos. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. <laughs> like, if you... I know. If you had asked me when I first met him. So, like, even further back, he saw a comedy thing of mine. Because, like, when I say we were friends and hung out before, like, we hung out before. And nothing ever came of it, but <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> but so uh, he saw a joke of mine, and he handed me his business card and was like, "If you want a guy who's not going to cry on his cat, because we all remember the Air Force guy that cried on his cat," and I wrote a joke about it. I thought he was just kidding, and so he handed me his card, and then I went up to him and I was like, "Oh, that was actually really smooth." But he was on the phone and told me to hold on a minute, and I was like, "Oh, he was totally kidding. He's not interested." And I think back, like, what if I had, like, not been an idiot and gone on a date with him? But I don't think we would be the same. I think we had to fall in love the way we fell in love. And so. Yeah. So, okay. So I I understand, like, uh, just having the mindset of being a man. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's all about getting your nuts. (laughs) Whoa. 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 As a woman, though. Um. I get there's one night stands. It's different for men and women. So yeah. uh, I don't know what it Is takes. It? What? Well, I'm saying okay. So when you have a one night stand with a person versus me yeah. having one night stand with a person, um, is there expectation after that? Whereas I'm just like, oh my god. Um, you know what? Here's I'm just gonna be really real. Um, I went through a whole two years after a bad relationship of being like. 
fuck everybody and their expectations and fuck what everybody thinks a woman should be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm going to treat men the way men treat me. Girl power. And I did it, man. Girl power. And I'm going to be honest with you, I hated it. I hated every minute of it. I would like it in the moment, but then afterwards, I felt like shit. Mm-hmm. And I had so many faux-lationships, okay? Ooh, so that's a good word. I like that. Yeah, faux-lationship. Yeah. And, and I Trademark. think there was one guy that I had... <laughs> <laughs> there was one guy that I had a faux-lationship with for, like, a year where, like, it was false intimacy and I didn't want to admit what it was because I'm a woman, right? It's, like, shameful to have somebody you just hook up with. And so I liked spending time with him. I liked spending time with him as a friend. Mm, um, But it was never going to be a relationship. (laughs) Christopher. What? You keep making that hand motion. Um, It's sign language. Well, okay. It's Chris sign language. (laughs) But I had so many moments where, like, I thought that was going to turn into a relationship. Mm -hmm. And it never, ever, ever was. And, you know, if you knew who it was, you would know. Um, but it was a whole year of fooling myself, but mm. it was replacing that empty space I had. Okay. Here, here's you a know? weird thing about that. Yeah. When we met, you were in the middle of that. Yes. And as, I don't know if I could speak for Smiley, but I can speak for Billy. We knew that. Mm-hmm. But we didn't say anything because we thing can't is, say anything. And the thing is, I knew it too. Yeah. Deep down, I knew it was never going to be anything. But I was fooling myself. And I think in a lot of ways, I didn't want to admit that I was yeah. just hooking up with a and person. And that was totally okay. All it's we can totally do, okay. All we can do is like, when you talk about it, we just go, uh-huh. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's all we can do. Because if we're like, if we're like... You know, if you're like, what do you Are think? You and we're sure? like, well, I think he's fucking with you. He just calls you when he wants to have sex. Yeah. And, uh, you know, or when he's just, you know, wasted. Wasted. And, you know, have sex. You'd be like, fuck you guys. You know, you'd yeah. be so mad at us. But, I mean, we knew. I mean. But it's like crazy night and day difference between when yeah, I yeah. first met you guys and now. Because yeah. I literally was like, fuck men. Fuck everything. Who cares? I'm going to live my own life. And I liked that guy because yeah. it was like. Oh, you go do your thing and I'll go do mine. Like, but really, it was just I don't want to deal with you. Yeah. <laughs> right. We live in a small town, um, yeah. So we don't. Basi- ba- basic, I mean, basically, we uh, if if there is like relations between somebody, maybe like yeah. n- like platonic mm-hmm. or whatever, like intimates, you know. People know. You, you, people, people know. know. And Sometimes so, before and that, you do. And yeah. the, thing, and the <laughs> thing is, like, yeah. there's a whole romanticized idea of just like, okay, so we're friends, or we're just gonna have sex all the time. Yeah, that's never been in my friend group. Like, yeah, somebody no. always gets attached. Somebody always gets attached. Well, yeah. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. But you see that in movies, right? Oh like, yeah. Friends with benefits. Is friends with benefits like a thing, or is I, it, you know is, what? Is, is it sustainable? I want to say a lot on this topic, but my mom is watching. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, you know what? I have had situations where that worked. Absolutely. But there was an agreement between both parties. You have to both agree that it's never going to be anything. But you have to be really honest for it to work. And most of the time, if it doesn't work out, that means somebody wasn't being honest. Someone wasn't honest. So, same. 
It's just the, the you know it's the idea it's romanticizing like an idea of a sustainable nut without attachment yeah. without without just any idea. You of, have to like, be just just like, honest. <laughs> if you want if you want a dis uh, if you want a detached nut. Oh, detached nut. My mom says say it. I'm not saying it. But I can't say. I can't talk about fucking shit like that. Because then she'll be like quizzed over her. So I've. Maybe. I've done it about three times in my life. Yeah. With Smiley, okay, have you so ever done it? Have you ever had a detached nut? <laughs> I, I have not. In fact, I Friends require... Friends with benefits. FWB. I, yeah. require, I require at least one month of courtship before I will sleep with someone. Why? This is interesting. Wait, that's way more interesting so than Holly's two-year slut it's, it's, it's pretty much Smiley dressed up like uh, fucking Shakespeare with, oh, yeah. a, with a rose. <laughs> Hello, my dear. No, but really, I'm very interested in this because usually it's oh. the girl who is that way, yeah. right? And that, and I think we need to break that stereotype. But oh, my, is my, it hard for you? My 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 girlfriend's very aware that she's basically dating a teenage girl. <laughs> I like it. So is oh, it hard for you so, though? So you make me so. Enchanté, <laughs> Like how? Like okay, because here's the deal. Most of the time. I'm just speaking from experience. Most of the time, the man is like, I need to have sex with you right now. Because yeah. men have tricked us. Whitney Cummings talks about it in her last comedy special. Men have tricked us into feeling guilty if we don't have sex with you because you get blue balls. No. And then obviously that's your a balls. Thing. No, there it happens. Like men oh, no, no. will literally. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm agreeing with you. It Blue balls is a bullshit thing. Oh, yeah. And, like, it took me so long to learn that, like, a man is not going to die or get sick, and there's not going to be, his balls aren't going to explode and blue goo go everywhere. Amazing, right? Amazing. 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 But this is how, like, men for years have been, like... comfortable for, like, ten minutes. See? Yeah. Thank you. But men for years have made us feel like... I'm going to be so sick for a whole day and you're leading me on. And the thing is, if I kiss you, that's not me saying I'm going to have sex with Toxic you. Toxic masculinity. Totally. Yes. So to hear a man say that he prefers to be in a relationship before he has sex, I am dumbfounded. How does that work? Are you okay? Did your balls explode? Please tell me all of it. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I've, I've, I've been celibate. Uh, he has two, he has. two separate years. Celibate, uh, like like literally no nuts. Yeah, and, and your nut, balls did not explode. Uh, yeah. we, when we say nut, it means an orgasm. So your balls didn't explode. No, I think every woman should hear this. Yeah, no. smiley uh, go. Right, <laughs> I'm all uh, about this. Uh, the first time I went celibate, I was 24. And uh, I just gotten out of a, a bad breakup, and I thought it was because it was more sex based, and I was like, "Well, okay. maybe I should just take sex out of my life." Mm. So I did. Did that lead you to a better relationship? Do you oh, find for that, sure? No. Did you <laughs> find that your um, views on relationships are a little different now that sex is not the most important thing to you? Uh, oh, for sure. After afterwards, I. I was, uh, yeah. I realized that a relationship based entirely off of sex is not a real relationship. Uh huh. And that I, I needed to like find someone that had more, more to, to offer. Do. Yeah. Because 
you can't just base a relationship on that. No, definitely not. Because that's like a handshake. Yeah. I'm like, I'm friends with that person because we shake hands. <laughs> Oof. Crazy. Yeah, right. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, Smiley, women around the world are like, yes, preach. Oh, okay. Because it's, it's refreshing. It is. Okay. So I, I'm a little towards Smiley as well where I'm, I have like female tendencies where I don't care. Like I'm not a sex-driven maniac. Uh-huh. And like being around men sometimes, like my, friend, my men friends group – is not this way. <laughs> Let me tell you, Chris, you should have been on last night. I was, yes. I was on that girl. None too. of my friends are like that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And that's why <laughs> I'm able to be friends with Come you guys. Through. Right. So whenever like I, <laughs> I'll hang through. out, like not at, not at where I work now, but when I've worked blue collar jobs, it's downright disgusting how yeah. men talk about women. Oh, yeah. And look, and it would disgust me like being around men and they're like, oh, look at her. I'd like to, I like to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, ugh, just cringe, you know? Yeah. So I, see, I hear what he's saying. And there are a lot of men out there like this yeah. where it's like, yeah, I'll, we don't have to sleep on the first date. We don't sleep on the second. We don't have to sleep on the third. Right. You know? But, you know, it's one of those things that, like, if we become a couple, then sex does have to be a part of the relationship. Oh, yeah. You gotta Absolutely. Have it at some point. Yeah, you gotta have sex. I mean, and I'm one of those women that, like, I constantly tell my boyfriend that I feel like a dude. Yeah. Because I'm one of those women that I'm just like, I need sex and I need it now. You walk in, grab him by the head and oh, throw him on the bed and you're like, uh, I'm taking this. I grab him by other things. But yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm one of those women. By the head. But... Oh, <laughs> Freaking ankles, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, just drag him into the bedroom. And like the thing is, though, that the only reason I am that way with my boyfriend is because I feel that trust and that respect and that mm. love. Like if you treat us right, we will put out. But the thing is, is there are so many men that it it becomes so important, <laughs> Christopher. It's called being horny, ho- Holly. Just say I know, it. no, I get it. But there are so 2019, many. 2019, women can have sex. It's it's okay. It's 2019. Women are horny as fuck, and we're not afraid to say it. Like, and I think that for those two years that I was single after a really, really, really shitty relationship, I was just like, you know what? I'm horny, and I'm mad. And I'm going to have sex all the time. And I'm time. not going to take it anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to have sex whenever I want. And it's going to be on my terms. And nobody... And I think, honestly, as much as a lot of what happened in those two years is kind of embarrassing to me now, I slept with a lot of people that I shouldn't have. And when I say a lot, I'm not... I mean, it was Rory not great. the garbage I, I, I man. I bring this narrative to the table. No. It's not even a real thing. You yeah. Bring, I, I just, like, when you're talking about this, like... I'm rage fucking this guy because I fucking hate you. I mean, <laughs> and I did. Like, the, I was so motivated by how shitty men had treated me yeah. for so long. It was so many men. It wasn't just my ex-husband. It was every boyfriend I had had. And then it was a boyfriend right after my ex-husband. And it was like, it built up. And I was like, you know what? I'm horny and I'm mad and I'm going to do whatever the fuck Damn I want. It, I'm not going to take it anymore. And, I, I, yeah. I, 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 and as much as I'm not proud of a lot of the choices I made, there are a lot of choices that I'm like, well, I couldn't, I could have not done that. Yeah. It literally changed me where I was like, you know what? I don't need a man to feel no. fulfilled. I don't need a man to, for anything. 
if anything, I'll just get horny and call a man and have sex with him. Sorry, Dad, if you're listening. Like, right. But really, I think it's important that women know that it's totally okay to just take your power. But now I'm in a relationship and I'm just like, okay, I learned a lot of things in those two years, but I'm glad I calmed down. <laughs> well, I would love the idea of like you just empowering yourself or just being freaking sick of men. To where, like, you would get your nut, yeah. try to get it fast enough. We're like, okay, I'm done. Okay, well, and the thing <laughs> is, I'm so efficient. Like, mm-hmm. I can make myself come so fast. If you think I need right. you, I fucking don't. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to counter that. And, like, <laughs> as a man, and and this is what I'm going to, I'm not going to counter. I'm going to kind of, like, come alongside you. Ooh, bad choice of words. Oh, so, <laughs> bad choice of words. So, um, they're just nutting next to each other. Just nutting right Tendrickness and oh, listen to this. So, like, family. It's just when you think, do. like, when there's a man out there that's like, oh, I have to have sex, you led me on and I have blue balls, fuck that. Here's yeah. the thing that men have it's called a hand. Yeah. And, like, women are like, oh, well, you know, we're not going to have sex. And I'm, I'm like, I'm always like, that's fine. Yeah, I can go cool. masturbate. It doesn't fucking make a yeah, shit to me. It doesn't matter. I don't. Whatever you could do to me, I could do to myself. And it's I want fine. every woman. Sometimes it's good or better. Yes. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. And here's the thing: I want every woman out there to know. Literally, in that two years, the biggest thing I learned is if you don't have sex with a man, he is not going to die. Nope. He is not going to get sick. Nope. And he will probably still call you. Yep. You do not have to have sex with a man <laughs> Amen, just girl. to impress right. him. It a, is dumb. I just wish we had a room full of like women. I know. Like, yes, girl. Yes. yes. Because I really want it, it's women happening to in the know. Chat, so. <laughs> I really want women to know. Like, if anything came out of yeah. the adventures I went through for the last two years, the thing that I learned. Is that it is not worth your time to waste your time on men who are shitty. If you're horny, you have sex. If you're not, then don't. And the thing is, if that man is worth any of your time, if you don't have sex with him, he will still call you. That's damn right. He will you know why? still spend time you with you. have sex with him. I mean, yeah. But also, the thing is, is like the right man for you doesn't give a fuck. Right. If you're having sex with him. Right. And the other thing, too, if you're single and you're having a hard time like I was, go empower yourself. If you want to have sex with a man, go fuck that man. Yeah. Because girl. it's not a big Condom. deal. You be safe about it. Yeah. Go to Planned Parenthood. Make sure you get tested. All those things. Do it safely. But if you want to have sex, go have sex, girl, because men have been doing it for years. Man. And it is our time to just be like, you know what? I'm horny and that's okay. And I thought we'll that live. was the 60s. If we don't get to have sex, <laughs> right. we're going to be okay. Because you know what? Yeah. When we didn't get to have sex with you, we went home and masturbated yeah. anyway. They're uh, not going to die. Uh, Pornhub. So, <laughs> called Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> or just took a nap. We'll live. We'll live. We'll if live. they try to tell you, like, I'm going to blue ball. I'm going to sick. Fuck you. Or just Liar. Fuck it. I'm just, fuck I'm just, everything. I'm going to get death threats now. Fuck everything <laughs> that men have said. It's not true. Just and abs- me being a slut for two years has taught me, if nothing else. I was a slut for two years, and I'm okay with that, and I'm fine with admitting it. First of all, if you're horny, go have sex, admit it, fine. If you're not horny, don't have sex, admit it, it's fine. Anything you're feeling, admit it, speak out about it, it's fine. Everything is fine. You're going to be fine. Be safe about it, but you're going to be fine. That's that's all I'm saying. If you want to abstain for a year, 
That also won't hurt you. Also, fine. Smiley has some literature. He he was celibate. So we have... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal, too. You want to be celibate for a year? That's fine, too. Women, you want to be celibate until you meet the man you marry? That's also fine. Talk about it. It's fine. Nobody should judge anybody. Men, if a man wants to be celibate for 10 years, that's fine. Stop judging people for their sexual choices. Over it, off my soapbox now. Sorry, not sorry. Love All it. the women in the fucking chat are so adorable. They're so excited. Right. And then, I, uh, I, yeah. The Mondragon just said my favorite quote shout out to safe sledding. Yes. Be a <laughs> well, slut, but be safe okay. about it, babe. Also, Shelby, I love you too. You're I'm not going to point out the person's name, but I was dating someone uh-huh. and they got angry with me because I followed two people. Oh, yeah. That. Are suicide girls. Okay, can I talk about this as a feminist? Actually, yeah. Actually, Chris, let me give you a time. Uh, yeah. So you have 30 seconds. Go ahead. Okay. Go so go. she's like, <laughs> I, uh, she stopped talking to me. And I was like, so then like two days later, I was like, so what's going on? And she's like, well, uh, I, I got a chance to look through your Instagram people that you follow. I follow like 850 something people, by the way. And I was like, okay. She's like, there's two women that you follow that are suicide girls. And I feel like. I feel like that's disgusting. I feel like that's anti-feminist. These are models, and it's uh, creepy that you follow them. And it's and it's and anything like that is gross. I've done and, modeling work, and I'm like, wait. I, think, and, I mean, and, 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 and uh, to, both women are from Albuquerque. Both women are burlesque people. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, but isn't suicide? And I didn't answer, I didn't answer because I first of all I was creeped Five out. Seconds. I was creeped out by the fact that. She looked through my 851 followers. Yeah, that's, that's fucking crazy. weird. You're done. Holly, go ahead. So, Chris messaged me about this. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that lady. That is not feminist. No. You know what's feminist? Supporting a woman who is sex positive. Every woman should feel comfortable to show their body and not feel ashamed. There is nothing wrong with supporting a woman who is in Suicide Girls or any other thing that they consent to. It is fucking ridiculous that a woman would be like, it is anti-feminist to and support a suicide girl. They're very body positive. Yes, they're body positive, they're sex positive, all of it. What the fuck is wrong with that lady? Feminism is not about shaming any Chris, woman. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was I was just blown away and I didn't and everybody's like, What'd you say back? I was like, nothing. Because first and foremost, I'm a man. I can never <laughs> tell a woman what feminism is. Ever. Ooh, Fair. Chris. Yes. Woke as hell. He is woke as fuck and single, ladies, if you want a woke as fuck man. But it's also like understanding like why, like what you can do to, I guess, promote like uh, less toxic masculinity or like even actually promoting feminism as a male. Like how do you right. learn about those things, you know? Um, there's a lot of things you can learn. Um, there's a lot of things. Just talk to women. There's a lot of things you should unlearn. There's a lot. I mean, that's really Play what it space. is. Unlearn things. Um, but there's resources out there. But even more than that, just talk to a woman and listen to her. That is the most not toxic masculine thing that you could do is just listen to a woman. Stop nutting for a year. Yes. And you'll actually... Uh, James! Oh, Chris, yes! You'll actually oh, sorry, listen sorry, to women. Smiley, you have 30 seconds. You have That's 30 seconds you. on the board. <laughs> on the board. <laughs> yeah, uh, stop nutting for a year and you will look at women in a completely different light. So what... I oh, made sorry. so many 
new friends. And like half of my friends are girls now because I I was like, well, sex isn't a thing anymore. Well, it's like less threatening. So can I ask you how you view women now after you went celibate for a year? I'm for sure. Okay, Holly, you have 30 seconds. Okay, Go ahead. no, Stop I just want to ask him. <laughs> I just want to ask him, like, what changed with the way you view women after being celibate for a year? Because that's interesting. Um, honestly, uh, I viewed women as uh, trophies before that. Ooh. Like, I went for the the hottest, the prettiest, the most yeah. um, uh, the most popular. Uh, so like arm candy. So those weren't real relationships. I have wouldn't those in are real faux rela- those yeah. are faux relationships. Oh, trademark, yeah. <laughs> trademark, TM. And afterwards, uh, instead, I actually, I mean, I really, I mean, like, I really liked flirting, but it yeah. was always playful because I had absolutely no intentions. I may have, right? I may have led on a bunch of girls because <laughs> of that, but um, I didn't. That, that was an unintentional side effect. But no, I appreciated. Uh, um, Women more for just like everyone else, just like conversation, good company, and who they are as a person, right? Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. So, I want to. I hate to be the one that has to stop this because we have it. We're at we're at the the the, break. the stopping point. I think this and was a good talk, though, guys. It was a good Thank talk. It's a good talk. We got a lot of things <laughs> out there. Um, we. I want to tease something. The show we we kind of like we never roll into a show. With a topic, and we kind of are this one, and the topic is changes. Holly's talking about her change. If she met a boyfriend, I have so many questions for Holly. Yeah, so I'm here for Holly. You're here for Holly, (laughs) but we've got to talk about a real big change the second hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we kind of. uh, If you listen to the um, Hemfiesta show, it came out, but this is a really big thing, and, and, and things are changing. Things are changing for us. For all of us. As friends, things are changing for the show. And stick around for the second hour because that's a really big tease. But it is. It is. There will be a cage. There There might be be fire. There will be some changes. There might be. Somebody is going to leave 10 drink minimum. Is it Holly? Is it James? Is it James? Is Is it Chris? Chris? Am I retiring and this show is ending? That could happen. Are we all going to be celibate on the next hour? Of Tin Dream? (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Do you know what you just did? Have you ever seen the TV show Soap? Yes. Oh, you just did the Soap thing. Is Burt Bonkers? (laughs) Are there aliens on the next edition of Soap? If my mom's still listening, she just just shit the bed because she loved loved that show. Is Burt Bonkers? Love Soap. Yes. Uh, So let's do some, uh, some promotion. Next Friday, we're going home. I mean, we're at our home. But we're, but we're going, going home. It, it's home. a home that has been instilled in our bones. And when it went away, it was a big freaking loss to the community. It was yeah. a hole in our it, hearts. It was a hole in our lives. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was pretty much the space itself. Yeah. 
it was not necessarily who was running it, but also mm, no, I think it was. It was. It was because yeah. like the new place came in. So what we're sure. talking about is like there, there's a place downtown we talk about on the show a lot, and people know the name. It's called the Blackbird. I would love to yeah. actually talk about the first time I defended the Blackbird when you said it was trash. I would love to talk about that. Yeah, because you you have a crazy idea of what you, you were like. Hey, he, I hated that they brought in DJs, and you're like, oh, he hated the place. I didn't hate the place. I hated they brought in DJs all the but, time. But let me tell you, you remember the story differently than I. I don't. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we return home next Friday. Uh, Red Door Brew. Red Red Door Brewing. That we're re- now calling. Redbird. 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 We're, we're going to call it Redbird. I don't give a fuck what they think. We're calling it Redbird. Redbird. So we're going to do a live podcast f- again because this isn't our first show in this space. In this space. It's our first show for Red Door. Red Door, moving, Red Door, Red Door Brewing is moving into Blackbird. the old Blackbird, Blackbird location Bouvet. downtown. And they have a full bar. I have had to, like, people are like, well, I don't like their beer. Or I don't like beer. Or I don't like whatever. I'm like, they have a full bar. They you have, have bartenders. All the they have yes. crack, craft cocktails. They're going to have a kitchen. They're going to bring all back the, the brunch at some point. All the things. And also, shout out to Red Door yeah. uh, Roswell? Or is it Clovis? Yes. Clovis. Clovis. Both. Yeah. They have Clovis. They're opening Roswell. Right. Also, it's uh, pronounced Bouvette. Oh. Rhymes yeah. with Corvette. <laughs> I have one tidbit. For people that used to hang out there, there's a special drink on the menu that was created by Brian. Brian. Did they have it? Yes. Shut up. No, no. They, Red Door, went out, asked Brian, who was one of the old owners of the Blackbird Bouvet. Love Brian. They said, Can you make, can you create a cocktail for our bar? And he did, and it's called the Bouvet. <laughs> That's amazing. What a, what a, what a, what a great throwback! I would love to talk about the story about the For Blackbird sure. Bouvets. Well, um, even before that, well, it was Pearl's dive. We're, we're gonna. Oh, sorry. We're teasing this. We're teasing this, but we really have a lot of other stuff. I don't know if we'll get to the Blackbird stuff. Yeah, but because we're gonna talk about that a lot next week. So um, come out next Friday. I think we're gonna do a show about seven o'clock. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. we could probably do it at six. Where is this? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm at sorry. Red at, at the Bird. Red Door. At, 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 the, at the Red, the, the red, red Door. Red, 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 red Bird. Red Bird. That's red what Bird. we're calling it. Red, hashtag Red Bird. <laughs> hashtag Red Bird. Yeah. So come out next Friday and, and yeah. Have we'll fun be there. with us. I, I'm going to have a good time. All right. Um, Holly and I actually actually got a preview. We did. It was And fun. I was not disappointed. We were not disappointed at Ooh. all. It was yeah. good. Um. I have a promotion thing, but it's on the same night as the opening. So this is my life. Uh, is I have I have ten drink this and I have comedy. Are you being triple booked? I am double booked that night, which never happens. I love when I'm triple booked. It's stressful, but it's great. Um, but that night I will be at the opening of Red, of Red Bird. Um. Doing the podcast around six or seven, whenever we decide to do it, and then I will be heading up to Zinc because uh, I have a show there at nine p.m. with Sarah Kennedy and Ian Ty Jamerson. Royal is of course hosting because he's the best, um, and then I will head back to the open, like the 
grand opening of Red Door. So you guys have so many opportunities to see me next Friday, the 23rd. Billy, do you have any shows coming up? Uh, just, we'll talk about, we'll tease this about changing. There's going to be some, um, I guess, like a revelation of like what's going to go on in my life as far as my music goes in the next two months. So, with that being said, I have a show on October 5th at um, the Dialogue Three Year. So that's, that's the only show I have. Oh. But also the night of the Wait a minute, I'm sorry. Is that the place that made the beer with us? Yes. Oh my god, totally. Um, there's going to be a lot of things going on. So the Bellama show, based on the record, actually, I'm going to promote the record. Uh, the Dirt I Settled In, you can listen on Spotify, Pandora, uh, Apple Music, Amazon. You can buy it off Bandcamp. Buy it. Buy $3. it. $3. $3. Just do it. And um, I have a show October 5th uh, at the Dialogue three-year anniversary. Uh-huh. With that being said, though, the last show. Oh. We'll I'll tell you. The, we'll after, promote that in the next hour. I, I'll promote that in the next hour. Your last show or our last show? Oh, we'll see. We, we, don't don't know. Know. we have no oh, idea. We have no Will idea. Tendrick end? Is it just Will maybe? Billy lead the show? Will Smiley have a nut for the... <laughs> yes. Is, is he celibate? Is it just Tendrick Minimum's last show not being celibate? We don't know. Is Holly going to close her legs? No. Whoa. <laughs> I said whoa and she said no. No. <laughs> James, what do you have? Uh, as always, you can uh, find me on the second season of uh, Midnight Texas on Hulu or on NBC. But there's some big shit coming uh, up with you in it. There, There is a which, bunch. We can't talk about it. Which I have a non-disclosure agreement, so I can talk about it. In NBC. But uh, currently, it's uh, Snatchers and the second season of Midnight Texas. Change is about to change. Everybody's changing. World is changing. Change is the is the only constant in the universe. Uh, with that, uh, we have a website. It's called tendringminimum.com. dot com. If you go on there, you can actually watch the live shows going on as you know as they go on. You can see what when Holly's shows are. Yeah. Or if Billy has a show, or if we have a show somewhere. You can see that, you know, you can find the address for uh, Dialogue Brewing because they made our beer. Tendrick Minimum Ale. Brown Ale. Brown Ale. (laughs) And uh, you can go through our Instagram. So check that out. Also, Facebook.com forward slash Tendrick. That's uh, that's a big place for us. It's going to become more of a hub for us because Facebook kind of seems to be our place. I know that Timothy Sparks and his fucking, you know, shitbag group. Timothy. Timothy. Fuck. I can't even do that. That's so okay. Terrible. It trended, so it was great. They keep, they, they keep attacking us on YouTube. I love YouTube, but we don't do a lot of we shit don't. on YouTube. So keep attacking that. That's fine. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll attack us. I mean, like, fuck keep you. Calling me, keep calling me fat. It's fine. So, yeah. It's so, really not. Yeah, check out. So check out our, you know, I mean, if you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, that's awesome. So, I mean, it, it, we're going to work on it at some point. I just don't have as much time as, you know, we'll see. Anyway. Add us on social media. Go to uh, Dialogue Brewing and drink the Tendrick Minimum Brown Ale. Yes. Like we're drinking right now. Oh, I finished mine. But always remember. 
Never get too drunk to jerk. 10drinkminimum.com I thought the show was good.
towers are layer Not a hero was saved On appearance of souls by a subject Steal your thought Don't you come this way What's the use of fire if you can But a sea for all to climb My fate was not the same as every
sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or reason All it takes is ten drinks minimum All right, we're back. We're back. For the final wavy hour. It's not the it's final wave. No, it is. Final wave this, this is the final wave yard. What? What do you yeah, mean? I know. We're not allowed to drink anymore? We're not going to have a wave hour anymore. I mean, there's going to be a second hour that people will be wavy for. Yeah. That's correct. That's, that's a correct statement. Okay. But I'm going to rename it. There's there's a person who 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 coined the wavy hour. It was me. It was you. Also, Chris, <sighs> let's not say this because I'm not leaving for a while. But I'll I'll be around. So you're leaving. You're I, like t- you're leaving like that. You you just said it. You're gonna leave the show. I am. Listen, Tendring Nason. Let, let me tell you what's going on. Okay. So it's funny because we preface the story with the story I told. Yeah. About Kali. <laughs> randomly seeing somebody proposing to somebody in front of Anodyne. And I uh, cross-reference a story with uh, my, my partner right now. And it's like, yeah, Holly was there. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know her at the time. I didn't. But, um, yeah, so it blossomed from there. And so the girl who was actually, you know, had a entire idea of like, oh, I'm just here visiting. I am going to get drinks from this person. I'm going to have a good time while I'm visiting in Albuquerque. And what, with that being said, it was one of those things where uh, the guy, the guy who was courting her uh-huh. eventually left that dude that night for me. And it blossomed into like a freaking like whirlwind romance. It uh, it pretty much just put my life on a freaking path to like things I'm not unsh- um, thing- things I'm unsure of. But yet, uh, she is leaving. Okay, we are all proud for you. We're all We're proud. All for you. proud. And I am going with her. Okay, and. Yes. So, with me being a part of the show for seven years, there is going to be a time in the next couple of months where I'm not going to be on this mic anymore. After October. After October. And so, what's 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 going on? Like, like, like where, where where where's Billy going? Yeah, I am. I am moving to Washington D.C. And it's going to start a new life as a middle-aged man uh-huh. and a space that I've never even been to the East Coast. The, the nation's capital. Nation's capital, yeah, right? Nation's ground capital. zero, honestly. I mean, it's really ground zero. Well, it's ground zeroes in, a, in the in United States as a genesis. Yeah. Um, 
But I'm moving with girls like, man, fuck these. And you've never lived outside of New Mexico, ever? Ever. Never. I lived in Farmington. I lived in Portales for five years. And I've lived here for the last 14 years. And I have not left New Mexico. Of course, visiting. Ch-ch-ch-changes. Changes. We're so proud of you, though. Right. And And we're so proud of her. Right. And, yeah, it, it was one of those things that shouldn't have happened. It was just a bunk move because it was snowpocalypse in t- December. Really? And her flight yeah. was um, delayed for three days. And she was bored. And we we previously been friends. And she hit me up. And, of course, with my charm. You're welcome, by the way. And my cunning. We're introducing you to her. Yeah. You introduced me to her. Uh, her, you know, of course, her, um, my partner was, uh, her sister was Chris's, uh, coworker. Coworker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they were around a bunch and Chris introduced me to her for the first time. And yeah, from then it just kind of became a, um, a thing. And we all have loved yeah. watching it. Bloom and Blossom, and we all love both of you so much. I think my favorite part, though, was like when you, like you knew you were going to go to 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 Washington, and I was the one person you were like worried would like freak out about. (laughs) That's not true. Oh no, I wasn't. Well, I mean, it was my mom, and then him, and then him. Yeah. Well, I was like, but I was like, everybody kept asking me about like, what do you think of this? And I was like, well, if he doesn't go, he's stupid. And they're like, oh, really? Because he's like afraid to tell he's you. And afraid. I was like, no, I think. It's Wait, like so, so did, did you know before I told you? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. He knew. <laughs> so like, the best part was you talked to Chris, or you talked to me, and then talked to Chris, and I was like, oh, you should tell Chris. Like, it's yeah. okay. And then. Chris was like, "Yeah, duh. duh. Of course you're gonna <laughs> go. Uh, yeah. And that, like, I mean, what about me? Would you not think would know already? <laughs> I'd be like, I know all the cheese may, all, oh, the, yeah. all the cheese may. All the, the, the thing is, like, I should have known he knew. The first person I told, as far as just like the person at the bar that is a stranger, that yeah. those are Chris's plants. It's like he would." They would tell Chris right no, away. No, your your girlfriend told me. Yeah. <laughs> she's um, like she's like I want Billy to go to DC with me, and I don't think he'll go. And I was like, well, if he's if he's stupid, he won't. Yeah. But if he's smart, he will. She she came and actually told us that she was taking you. Yeah. So we already knew, and then you're yeah, and then yeah. you're like sweating it, and I I feel bad because I didn't realize you were sweating it. You know, you had already said you should go. It took a lot of weed. It took. <laughs> It oh my t- god, it Trinidad t- t- really t- brought a lot of booze <laughs> to me to get in the right space of mind to be yeah. like, oh god, I gotta tell Chris. I gotta, I gotta tell and then, Chris. And then you're like, I'm gonna go to DC. And I was like, okay. You're like, yeah. <laughs> did, did that blow your Wait, mind? I was just you? like, yeah, all right. Yeah, I thought you were like, what? What? No. And, and it was crazy because. I had talked to both Chris and you. So everyone knew because I was so sweating <laughs> about telling Chris about moving. Yeah. But everyone so, knew. Can I, I tell this story? Of course. Of course. Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure it was okay with Billy. So we were in Trinidad. And 
me and Millie got to have this amazing yeah. bonding time when you guys went to the grocery store and we were talking about relationships. Oh, and we're fighting through the goddamn tree that grocery store, <laughs> <laughs> which was an absolute hell. To buy eggs. But we had this yeah, amazing yeah. friendship moment where we were talking about relationships and how scared I was for my relationship and how scared he was and that we had high slash drunk texted our respective significant others and he was telling me that he was scared to tell Chris but I already knew that Chris was going to be okay because Chris was talking to me about how he knew like (laughs) Billy was going to go because he was like Shelby person was leaving and he already knew and that he was so happy and i was just i remember oh, just yeah, telling not you like, not only okay but i was happy yeah. yeah and i remember just telling billy like you just gotta tell him like i don't think he's gonna be upset i think he's and gonna be like, happy and you're like fucked up and you're like chris <laughs> i'm moving with shelby to DC. And, like, <laughs> and, and in my mind i've already like i've been like you're I was, fine number one i was like that's a dumb idea if he doesn't do that and then, and then, two, I'd already heard it from other people. I'd heard it from her. So, like, you know, you kind of get in your mind that, like, that's, yeah, cool. That's happening. That's going to happen. So he tells me, and I'm like, all right, cool. And that's actually, <laughs> that is the best response I could yeah. have from Chris. Yeah. And my favorite was Chris goes, am I the last person to know? Because James and I were there. Everyone. Me off, like, <laughs> we were like, yeah. Yep, you're the, you're the last. Because like Chris is my best friend. Chris is my best friend. She's sad. He he is one person that I would care, especially me telling him like, listen, we 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 lived together for the longest time. For me to say like, okay, like um, life shit's changing, and so I yeah, it's scary when things change. Because you're afraid yeah. that people are going to judge you yeah, or right. Right. be afraid for you. But the thing about this group of friends is that we all pretty much embrace change pretty well. As long as the other person is happy. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. As well, long as our smart. friend That's, is happy. And it's a good idea. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I'll flat out tell you this right here on the show. If you would have went, hey, Shelby's leaving. She's going to D.C. I'm going to stay here. I probably would have went. We all would have chopped you in the throat. I would have kind of gotten (laughs) upset. And I would have said, are you sure? that's Why are you staying here? Did she not ask you to go? And you'd be like, no, she asked me to go. So why aren't you going? Then we all would have karate chopped you in the throat. I would have kind of (laughs) like we would have had the the talk. We would have been like, I'd be like, Billy, I'm, you know. I mean, we're adults, and, you know. And also, if I had any apprehension or any, like, th- like any doubt in my mind about going, then, yes, you could have that conversation. But I was already, like, in my mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Straight up. I am because leaving. can we just talk? I, I know she hates when we draw attention to her. But can we all just talk about how amazing Billy's partner is? Very. She's so smart and yeah. she's so strong and she loves you. Killed a bear when she was only three. Yeah, I she mean, skinned a freaking elk yeah. in front of me. Not in front of me, but I've heard yeah. stories. She, and and my she mom has, loves her. Oh yeah, everybody loves her. She's become one of my favorite human she met beings. Your mom? 
She made your mom when did that happen? Oh, uh, she hung out with my mom a few let's, times. Let's hit the brakes on everything. She, wait, wait, wait. Let's, she... let's slam the brakes <laughs> So, I, wait a minute. Shelby's met your mom, and I haven't? I haven't oh. met your mom. Oh. I'm the one your mom, like, messages to ask if you're dead. <laughs> and I've not met your mom? That's, a sh- that's how amazing well, my um, partner is. She's she, pretty magical. She <laughs> actually used... Um, Parts of my mom's dissertation. Oh, okay. And oh, okay. And described her as that's her hero. Yeah, not a lot. I mean, you know, there's not that's a lot fair. of people. In I mean, that I guess field. I, I I tell your mom if you're alive or not, but whatever. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> not important. Um, but I really have to say this because, you know, I have to say this. We're all going through changes, and one of the changes I went through is I found a great friend group who became like family, like a tribe. Mm-hmm. And you guys are obviously huge part of that. But uh, Shelby, holy shit, that girl, she is just a force. And if you had ever told any of us you weren't going to go with her, we would have lost it because we all love her. Because she is so warm-hearted and so smart and we're all so proud of her. For what she has done and what she has accomplished. And we can't Agreed. wait to Agreed. see. Personally, I can't wait to see what she does. Because she is just a force. And uh, personally, she has changed my life. She is just this sweet tornado of just supportive amazingness. Who makes me just... She doesn't care if like I can't come and hang out because... I have my stepdaughter. She never gets mad. She's just like, that's what you have to do, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, and she loves my comedy, and she's just so supportive of everybody in this group just because we love you. That's how much she loves you. Yeah. Is that she literally was like, if you love Billy, I love you. And literally lived it out. I don't think there's any of us who could say she has not loved us so hard. No, that's true. She loves all of us so hard, and it's... As she does this thing where if you love someone, she loves them. Yes. Even when they're not nice to her, which and, has happened. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? That's Billy's friend, and I, you know, and I love them. And, and she is just this amazing, amazing woman, and... I'm getting like emotional, like I do, (laughs) but it's really hard. And I just want to say this and continue on the like feminist fucking soapbox. (laughs) It's really, really hard for a strong woman to meet another strong woman and then be supportive. And I want to say how much we appreciate her. And I personally, I appreciate her so much. She changed my life and she changed the way I see things because she's so loving like chris said like she just she'll love somebody no matter what and it's crazy you're just like they're kind of mean and she's like yeah but they're great like she'll find the best but they love billy yeah Yeah. and um it's gonna be uh really hard when she goes uh there's a couple things in the chat we've got uh, dan mayfield who says billy my sister is waiting for you to email her back about <laughs> dc oh yeah you better write back billy dan uh, mayfield, you better write yes. back <laughs> and i tried to say it in the best dan mayfield i could aaron salisbury this town won't be the same without billy having said that this is so exciting and i'm so happy for you oh god heart, heart oh i'm getting emotional and this is crazy yeah it's it's 
like being here in New Mexico my entire life, I've, I've been a part of this community for so many years, even though like there are times I dissociate from it, but it's always been the music. It's always been about the friends, the, the freaking sick people that who've pretty much guided me and actually made me who I am. And the hella food. Hella oh, food. yeah. Hella food. And so people always say that D.C., like Washington, D.C., where I'm moving to, has the best food. I'm, I'm going to go there. It's like they have Chipotle, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. So do I have to ship chili to you? Is that happening? There's 505. I already looked into this for Billy. 505 Company or whatever. They have little packets of green chili that you can take with you to places and put it on the thing. So we just have to send him the little packets of 505 chili. Well, what I, what I love about well, here's here's funny things about Albuquerque. So I used to go to UPS and FedEx all the time. Mm-hmm. And on the wall, which Billy used to work for UPS, on the wall, they have the shipping instructions for green chili. I mm-hmm. yes, they do. Yeah. When my parents and lived in Germany, I was not allowed to ship them green chili. Here, here's a question. I have a fraternity brother that lives in D.C. Mm-hmm. And he goes to Hatch Fest. I, 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 can, I can have you guys meet. Actually, you've met him before. His name was Duke. We, he actually came up to the art bar show one time. There is definitely a New Mexico community in D.C. Yeah. that that's the vibes around the idea of Hatch Green Chili. Yeah. It's only Hatch. None of this fucking Colorado shit, but it's about Hatch. It's Hatch Days. There's nothing else about Hatch. And so I, I, can, I can hook you guys up. I know there's people who are like, you got to talk to... But uh, Duke, he came to one of our shows at the art bar one time. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. Back in the day. He lives there, and uh, I mean, he can... You know, he's pretty... I mean... He's in that community, you know. He's very, he's very, he's libertarian. He's very political. Here's the funny but, thing about Washington D.C. In Albuquerque proper, there okay. are six hundred thousand residents. Okay. Within a one hundred and ninety-eight square mile radius. Okay. Right. In D.C., it's the same amount of people within a sixty-three mile radius or Shit. Per, per like square miles. So it's condensed enough, yeah. but you got to look at our, our metro area, probably a million and a half yeah. involving like, like Rio Rancho or whatever the surrounding areas. D.C. has 6.2 million people. Shit. And just D.C. itself having like 700,000 people, it's it's kind of a small city. Like, I don't know, it's like relatively, right? is or here? No, no, it's it's a it's a small community where we're living. Um, she's a professor at a prestigious college there, and it's just pretty much yeah. just like townhouses, and right, like right. You'll, you'll have like condos. a coff- yeah, condos. Let me ask this question: Are you going to play music there? That's a good question. He, oh my god! Here is the here is the biggest fact about where I live. So I don't know you guys. Are, if you guys are familiar with uh, Discord Records, uh, Minor Threats, like okay. freaking Rites of Spring, Never like, uh, like, okay. uh, like freaking Fugazi, all come. I'm sorry, Ozzy? Fugazi. 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 I know, that's a joke. Come <laughs> from this place called Discord Records. We're from Washington, D.C., in Beecher Street. Well, you know where Beecher Street is? Where? 
it is pretty much like a walk from here to the Lomas. Oh, and shit. so oh. like there is that Discord house, like where Fugazi still to this day have their operations out of, right? <laughs> and Washington D.C. the entire like hardcore scene back in the eighties, like the, I've. I am a patient. Yes. It's pretty much from here to Lomas. That house is from where I live. Fuck, dude. Uh, we're so excited for you. Here's a, here's a, here, okay, so basically, like, um, we're trying to figure out the geography of DC and like how much walking we're going to do because we're not going to own a car in no, DC. You right. well, I mean, I mean, why would you? Don't you have to. You have to. So, so from the launch pad to the overpass on lead is where my partner is going to have to walk. So it's a mile, a little over a mile. Yeah. So from your business partner? from the launch pad to our place where Smiley lives in like a I guess not Richmond but a Cornell that is just close people where I live <laughs> that that is the closest target which Sweet is eye. also closest closer than the target objectively from where we are now right right right. And um, so it's all walking distance. And here's the crazy thing. So a uh, Uber from our house, from Tendrick Minimum Studios, the launch pad, is $7.83. The uh, the Uber from our apartment, uh, we're living in Skyline, Skyline Towers uh, in... Uh, oh, don't say it. Don't say yeah, it. Yeah, wow, dude. Please I stop. Mean, Too many addresses. And so anyway, so from there to like... All the cool spots, six dollar Uber ride. What? The Uber rides are still the same. Yeah, not bad. That's and here's a cool thing too, because you think like, oh god, DC is so freaking expensive. Like, okay, so like we have an idea of like buying like we call thirty racks. Right. I say that, that, hey, I, I hate the word, <laughs> but my 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 girlfriend insists on calling it a thirty rack. So I don't know why. She loves we, we it. Are, we, we don't know why. She got me saying it now, and I love it. Not stop stop trying to not, make not, fetch not, happen. Not, uh, uh. Actually, <laughs> I, sh- I should have nipped it at the bud. But like, stop trying to make thirty no. rack a thing. Don't yeah. change her. <laughs> if she likes saying thirty rack, you let her. And I've, so I've heard uh, it called that before. See, you have or yeah, haven't? I have. I have heard it before as well. So Thirty rack DC proper would be okay. Kay. So toilet paper, like it, people tell you how expensive it is to yeah. live in DC. It's fair, but alcohol is actually cheaper there in a oh. way that's like there's the well. The, the, I'm sure the blue laws are fucking. I mean, okay. I don't know what that means. Blue laws. Blue laws. Okay, the word blue law. The the term blue laws is is um, anything that's taboo. Cigarettes, alcohol. Strip clubs. So blue laws mean like, well, you know, everybody's like, oh, we stopped selling at 8 o'clock. Oh, well, that's the blue laws. Oh, okay. We stop, uh, the strip club closes at 2 a.m. That's the blue laws. Um, so New Mexico, what you're finally figuring out is like you've gone out of the state and you're like, oh, shit. Alcohol's not a fucking big deal in the rest yeah. of the country. In New Mexico, it's a big deal. Huge deal. Because of the DUIs and because of the churches, mm-hmm. but like if you go to the south, oh god, people drive and drink and drive. All like when I say drink and drive, I mean they have a beer, a natural beer, and they're the driving. South. In Let's their just be real. Not even the south. Like most of the United States. I tour with 
Kurt Fletcher right, every right. now and then, and we'll go out and we'll do our comedy and right. we'll drink and whatever. It is so much cheaper to drink mm, yes. anywhere but here. Anywhere but here. Anywhere but here. Literally anywhere. Well, and then you get the you go to the counter and they have the single beer and the ice yes. next to the counter. I mean, and, like, and and you just your mind is blown. Yeah. Like, what is going on? It's the because taxes. It's, it's, it's the, the taxes. taxes and it's the laws. Insane. Like when Insane. I was in, when I was in Miami, Florida. I, we were partying and we were like driving. We went to these bars. And we're downtown Miami. We're skyscrapers. We're in a bar, and you know, like how so so old Blackbird. You're in a bar and you decide you want to go out front and you want to smoke. What's what's holding you? What's holding you accountable to that bar? The barrier. The yeah. barrier. Yeah. So we're in Miami, Florida. They have none of those. Imagine yeah. if like you're at the old Blackbird and they took the fence out. Right. And you're just standing outside drinking. Yep. On the sidewalk, smoking, drinking. They don't care. That's Miami, Florida. Yep. And I kept saying, like, oh, man, we got to go find a package store before midnight. And the guy I was in, and the guy I was with was like, yeah. And then finally, this dude was standing nearby and he's like, why do you got to make it to a package store by midnight? And I was like, so we can get beer. And he goes, they sell beer all night. Yeah. <laughs> That's too We're like the only state. Why do you got to be there, you know? We're like the only state that is like, you have to be there by midnight, but well, no. you can drink in a bar until 2 a.m. Well, there's like, other ones. come like, on. There's other ones that are bad. Like, oh, yeah. Kentucky, but... Western Kentucky, when I was there, the bars closed at midnight and you couldn't buy packaged liquor at all. Lame. But that, um, but that had nothing to do with churches. <laughs> that was all to do with the bootleggers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm from but, the but, south, and yeah. like honestly, yeah. they, they have complete like yeah. you just yeah. counties, dry counties. Dry okay, counties, Chris. Yeah. Okay, so you were in Vegas recently. Yeah. So could you buy a oh, you twelve handles of uh, Tito's at five a.m. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Vegas is like whatever. Here's what tripped me out. Here's what tripped me out. Like I knew it was pretty liberal. And I, I hadn't been there in 20 fucking years. So, I mean, you know, things change. Things don't. Here's what was really liberal was the fucking weed laws. What? Really? really? Oh, yeah. It's legal there. Oh. No, no, no. It's legal there, but it's fucking more legal than Colorado legal. Oh. oh. Is it like going to Toronto where people are just on the street? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, there was fucking weed smoking everywhere. So much so they're talking about weed delivery. Ooh. It's about to, like it's so close to happen. I didn't talk about. This I don't want to be super excited about this, but I am super excited about. Wait, <laughs> weed delivery? Yeah, like Uber is. Eats, but for weed? Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah. So I was sitting behind a a self driving car. Yeah. And I asked. So, so oh yeah, you were telling me about this. Here's the best shit about this. I asked. So I'm a, I'm a like I wish. I need to figure out how to like put a camera and a and a, <laughs> and a microphone myself. When I get into an Uber with people, I'm a talker. Yeah. So I learned a lot of things in Vegas. So one of the things I learned is they have they have self driving cars, and I asked about it. That's weird. So they're not legal. Self driving cars are not legal. So they they have a drive. They have a person in the driver's seat. They are not touching the steering wheel. They're not touching the pedals. They're just sitting there. And these companies are testing this out in Las Vegas and the the local government's like, well, you have to have someone in the driver's seat. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. And they're like, that's fine. And we're going to do that. And we're going to do that as long as it takes until we prove it to you 
that were viable. So they've done it for six months. No accidents. Wow. Wow. No accidents. And so I'm like, when is the self-driving weed delivery (laughs) with the Domino's pizza? I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Here's the deal. Sometimes, sometimes, I really want to get high and have a pizza. Fuck yeah, man. If somebody could deliver it, that'd be great. Because I do edibles, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll eat the edible. And then like 45 minutes later, I'm like... I really need to eat. But I can't drive. Pizza. And I can't drive. There's no way I could drive. After eating an edible, there's no no. way. And so if I could just have Uber Eats. Dave Vantes listening to the show right now, that's that he lives in D.C. What? Nice. Yeah, Duke. You need to be friends with Duke. You and need you to be friends. Well, Duke, the thing is, I have so many contacts now. Mm-hmm. Dan Mayfield gave me one. I need to yeah. email her back. I have, uh, Clearly. Actually, here's a great fact about D.C. Mm-hmm. is There is a Navajo brewer who lives in D.C. who makes a beer called the Co-Talker. And Ooh. I have to freaking have that beer. You need to try it. I didn't have it. The thing is, like, we oh, live we, we live in the most bougie part of DC. <laughs> of course, you have like the you know like the downtown area, like where the stadiums are. Like you have the National Mall. It's out. It's pretty much oh, up. He said, "Yep, you gotta be friends." <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. He said, "Yep." So it's a uh, I forget his name, but anyway, his name's he, Dave. Call him Duke. Just Duke. Call him Duke. So Duke. Uh, there's this place in D.C. that's either owned or the brewer is mm-hmm. a Diné or Navajo brewer. Okay. And I have to go there. But I think it's, I'm pretty huge on geography to where I know exactly where the next Chipotle is or where the ne- – okay, here's a great thing. Here's the Actually, not the great thing. Here's the weirdest thing is that – Albuquerque has what sixty breweries? Yeah, uh, sixty-six plus. Sixty-six. Yeah. Washington D.C. has seven Ooh. breweries. Yeah, I mean we we're spoiled. We we're spoiled. We're yeah. so we spoiled. Think the whole country does what we no, do. and they I don't. went to Vegas, and you know how many breweries I went to? Zero. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So just to have we're us, spoiled. Everybody was like, I, I asked people. I said, Hey, where's the local breweries? And they went. The fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I have no and idea. I, and there was some, and I said, "What's that place like?" And they went, "Eh." It's eh. like uh, who who serves Blue Moon or whatever. Yeah. Or on like Fremont, there was breweries. Goose Goosehead. Goose Island. Goose Island. Goosehead. And so Moosehead and so we've been so spoiled. And when I'm asking asking these questions, who people aren't from New Mexico, it's like. That's not a thing. That's like, not a thing. They don't get it. Yeah, they don't get it. Yeah, yeah. And for us, it's like just fo- it's everywhere. Like honestly, I'm I'm worried about the bars here. Like there could be some bars that close down in this city because yeah. like people are like what brew, do, what brew what beer do you guys make? We don't. Yeah. I found one. Okay. I don't want. I don't really want to take a lot of time here, but when we talk about changes, I almost moved to Las Vegas. Oh shit! Really? I should have lived in Las Vegas. I should be there now. What? Yeah. I had a girlfriend, <gasps> and she wanted to. I know that's freaky. <laughs> no, we, uh, no, I'm. I. No. You know the story. Yeah. Oh. So we were supposed to live there, like she lived somewhere else, and she wanted to, her 
her goal, like it was a long distance relationship, and her goal was to end up in Las Vegas. It probably still is. And so we were going to move to Las Vegas together. Mm-hmm. Um. So when I went on this trip, I had a hidden agenda. I wanted to find the places that if I moved there, I would hang out at. And yeah. I wanted to know. I wanted to know. I wanted to know. What like, would your life what be? What would my life be? And sliding doors thing. What's that? A sliding doors like yes, uh, narrative. Yes. So we found... Like so, we found the I, I found the atomic lounge, and it's where they used to watch the atomic bombs explode in the fifties right. on the on the roof. Yeah, and I went in, and that was the only bar in Las Vegas where I found craft beers, and they weren't Las Vegas craft beers. It was like it was like Evil Twin Brewing and shit like yeah. that, you know. And it was badass. Yeah, the of only, course it was. I'm trying to think about what it was like. It was kind of like Launchpad meets... Anodyne? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, because they, well, they had gourmet food as well. Oh, uh, Launchpad... $14 hamburgers. Okay, Launchpad meets Hollow Spirits. Perfect. There yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was fine. Then I went to the Double Down Saloon. Which was Launchpad meets uh, Atomic Cantina. Oh, Ooh. shit. Like, it was just a dirty shithole. I love dirty shitholes. They had PBRs that on tap. Bad. They had a, a sign that said puke insurance, $20, see the bartender. Uh, I walk up to the door, and the guy's like, have your ID ready? Like, just fucking, you know, asshole. And I was like, hey, can I put a sticker on the door? Because the door's covered stickers. And he goes, I don't know. What kind of sticker do you want to put on the door? And I show him the ten drink minimum one. He goes, "Yeah, you could put that one on the door." And he goes, "Hold on, let me make a space." And he like rips a sticker off the door and he goes, "Put it right there." That's tight. And I loved it. I loved it a lot. Now, other than that, my life would be hell. You would but hate it. That was it. That was it. That was the two places I would have hung out. It's crazy how like. One relationship, like, because I think we can all argue that love does crazy shit, right? Love makes you do crazy things. Yes, like, it, you almost moved to Vegas. Almost moved to Vegas, man. And I'm moving to D.C. You're moving I'm in to D.C. Yeah, and Duke, um, Duke is receptive. I, I do a but, lot of yard work. Yes. <laughs> I have a stepdaughter now. <laughs> like, love makes... Things happen. Here's my question. And it's crazy. Hold on. It's crazy to think that Chris would be in love moving to Vegas. Right. And Chris being Chris in Vegas places. I'd be in hell, man. You would hate it. I would have hated it. But, you know, if for love. I'm not saying you're going to hate it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I'm going to love it. Okay, you had questions. I had questions. Okay, okay. so uh, we, 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 we were talking about the entire, um, I guess, lifestyle of, because like, there was like a bit of a time where you were yeah. like cavalier and you were like a... I was, yeah. In, in your, I was a your, slut. In, in your romances. Yes. Ca- cavalier in your romance. Romances is an overstatement. Like, slut. Yes, I was a slut. Okay, so what, with that being said, so I... All of us had time to either like 
have time with a person and yeah. develop a, a relationship and yeah. kind of like establish what we're absolutely paradigm and like whatever whatever we want to have. Yes, something happened to you, which is yes. that happens super quick. Yes, is one. It went from that person that we talk yes. about the the, the, the cavalier yes. r- romantic to. A mom, like not stepmom, yeah. pretty <laughs> so much. You, so you've turned from like a single woman to now you're in a family, pretty much. Yeah, I'm a How, family. What, what, what is that like? Um, that's what he's trying to get to. So <laughs> here's. I don't want to call her a slut. I just want to say <laughs> you you had your your ways. I had my fun. Your lifestyle. I had my fun, and now I'm in a family. Um, so nothing brings me more joy than talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I went from two years of thinking I would never have a family ever because I went through ovarian cancer, so I can't have kids. So I think I had kind of, kind of just been like, I'll just sleep with whoever I want. It doesn't matter. I don't care to, I met Jason and my life changed because he has a daughter and, um, at first, when I met him, I was like, oh, you have a daughter. That's great. Cool. And Be also, a dad. Like, are you like, like pulling your pants up? And like, <laughs> you know, yeah. It's, oh, um, like, there, there's a anyways, baby here. Which bus anyway, uh, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but then like, what happened is <laughs> that basically when we started dating, he was like, I love my daughter so much. And I have her so much of the time. Because he does a half week. Like, he's not a weekend dad. Like, no. he has her for literally half the week. They split 50-50. Um, and he uh, said... Seven days isn't 50-50, so <laughs> you have to... I'll it's three and a half. half. It's three and a half. But he was like, my daughter means so much to me. I need you to meet my daughter. About mm. a week into our relationship. And I was terrified. Well, sure. Like, to meet her was... I had met her, but I had not spent time with her. So yeah. we went on a hike. I was scared shitless because I had convinced myself when I found out I couldn't have kids that I didn't want kids. That kids annoyed me. That kids are annoying. That kids are awful. And I went on this hike with him and me and her just connected and it was crazy like we go on this hike and i just loved her like i can't even explain to you the amount of love because it's different it's not any other kind of love except for like the purest form of love right because she's a kid she has no expectations of me she just Likes being oh, around course, but, but also there's like But I, she doesn't Because she's three Right So like for her Her expectation is If I'm thirsty You're gonna give me some water And that's really not that much I'm gonna be honest with you I don't know a lot about children <laughs> But if she If she didn't like you I think she'd tell you Oh yeah no Our Our stepdaughter Well my stepdaughter His daughter 
she will literally tell you she hates you. Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal so, for her. You should take that as a big deal. Not just like she wants water from it. It was a huge deal. And and Jason was like, oh my God, like, you guys are getting along. This is great. Oh, uh, you're like kind of the worst person ever. Uh, <laughs> That's, I mean, it's not are we far using off. real names now. She, yeah, I mean, whatever. She's it's fine. It She's given up on the hand. I've given up. Um, but. It was crazy because I think for me it was scary. It was so scary. I felt like I wasn't maternal. I didn't know what I was doing. And yeah, then, I, I do not see you as maternal at all. Yeah, no. So just, uh, uh, a lot of people did not see me as maternal. I, I'm pretty sure they made a lot of sitcoms and or, and or <laughs> comedy movies of people who were like, not <laughs> maternal, yeah. Their life was going one way until was, they met their yeah. biggest challenge. <laughs> and you know what? It It's so true. Like, the thing is, I think there are a lot of people in my life who the last thing they expected me to do was to be a stepmom and embrace it. Like, she was a comedian. She was she a comedian was and a slut. And the world in her hands. Oh, yeah. And um, this little girl has changed my life. Like, it's crazy how much you fall in love with a kid because it's pure and it's unadulterated. Like, it's literally like if they love you, what are you going to do? Like, you can't not love them right because if they love you it's just go around kicking puppies i know right like am i gonna go kick puppies instead of being like humorous and making people happy you kicked a puppy and i heard about it (laughs) oh i know i would never kick a puppy so the transition transition itself was hard or it was Um, it it made sense and easy because it's hard not um so i i'm gonna be really honest if that's okay. She no. shits um, herself all the time and you hate uh, it. She shits herself. No. She's a shit peer. No, huh? no, no. Um, at first, it was terrifying mm-hmm. because, like, oh, God, like, if he loves me and I love him but his daughter hates me, this isn't going to work. So that happens felt, all the freaking oh, time. Yeah, yeah, and I felt a lot of pressure, but we, we bonded pretty much right away. But... It's not easy. It's no. not easy. And um, that's okay because I love both of them enough that if it's not easy, it's okay. Yeah. But, um, you know, my life has had to change. My life has had to change quite a bit. Um, and so, whereas, like, a lot of my friends are going out and partying on the weekends, if I get time with him and the baby... This is why I don't see you enough. Right, I know. Part, you're not partying with so us. this happens. Yeah. Are you fulfilled? So, this is the thing that surprised me. Because I think... That I had always convinced myself, because I can't have kids, I'm fulfilling my life by filling it with comedy and parties. Or and dick. All, and dick. <laughs> and all these things. But um, I'm sorry, Holly. No, it's okay. Because <laughs> yeah, pull your dicks out. I get it. Like that was my brand. I was that girl who was out and I was partying and I was doing all these crazy things and there was nothing wrong with that. But then I meet this guy and he has this kid and I love them so much that a lot of times I will choose 
the baby and him, mostly the baby, because he doesn't care if I go out, but the baby does. So this is the cutest story or like the most impactful story. I had a show last weekend after Hemp Fiesta. So I went to Hemp Fiesta at 9 a.m. And then I was there until, what, 7? I appreciate you for being there. For oh, we were there at about 7.30. And then I, I had really 10 minutes it. at home and then went to Headline at Hall of Spirits. In between that time, the baby, and this was the first time I was like, holy shit, she actually loves me. She said, you don't want to eat dinner with me? You just want to go to work? Oh, and I was oh like, God. oh, baby. Oh, it gets worse. And then all of, a sudden, all of a sudden, you're like, you're like yeah, like a doctor. Oh, no. You didn't, you, you didn't even it gets so much worse. Me? It gets so much worse. So I said, no, baby, I would rather eat dinner with you, but I have to go work. And she said, please don't leave me. And I cried, and I had never felt that, because I thought I would never feel that. I thought I would never be a mother. I thought I would never have a child in my life. And I looked at Hamster, and I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? And he was like, you go, because we want her to see you working towards your dream. We want her to know that it's okay to go and do what you need to do. But I am not kidding when I tell you that the whole way from home to Hollow Spirits, I cried my eyes out. I, I want to say that guy's kind of holding you back. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the best because he wants me to do what I need to do. <laughs> cats in the cradle. That's oh, God. Right and that's what I felt. Like, You're I was just like... Right now. Stop. <laughs> I know. It was horrible, and it hurt. But the thing is, the next morning, she was so happy that I was there, and it was Aww. fine. Like, when I tell you guys that my life has changed, I mean, my life has fucking changed. Like, a year ago, I would rather be at a comedy show than anything else. And now I would rather be eating dinner with my family. Okay, so here's a funny story about Holly. Yeah. Like, we had been partying all night. And yeah. on this couch to my right, <laughs> we ordered Uber Eats McDonald's. We did. Uh, yeah. Chris was yeah, so no. mad. Yeah, because I got fucking, fries in the <laughs> couch. I bought, I bought that couch. That's the first couch. Okay. <laughs> That's nice the first couch. couch I've ever bought that I didn't fucking find on Craigslist. On I the street. I didn't have some motherfucker. I was like, we didn't stop the car and throw it on top of the truck. I went to the fucking store and I paid them extra. I bought it. I paid them yeah. money to deliver, deliver it. it. And I was and, and I could have went and picked it up, but I was like, I want. This and I left French fries in the in couch. In the cushion. So this is like. When we say that I am going through a change, like, my life has changed so much because I'm all of a sudden, like, and this isn't Oh, you don't just, want french fries in your cushions? I mean, okay, Chris, have you ever lived with a three-year-old? You have all kinds of things in your cushions. Yeah. French that, fries is fair. the least of your worries. <laughs> well, that's fair. Well, that's but, fair. But I live with you guys, which was like the adult three-year-olds. Yeah. I'm an adult three-year-old. But I think a lot of the people around me have seen the change, and they're happy. And I thought everybody was going to be so mad at me because my... Oh, God, I'm choking up. But 
I thought I was always going to be this comedian idiot who just, I'll show up to every party and I'll be the person. And now it's like, no, I have to, I have to go to the zoo with my family in the morning. And I never thought I would have that. And I always wanted it. So for me, this is like a huge deal. I'm very very proud of you. Aw, thank you. That's what I've been doing this week too. Thank you. And... I was so scared that my friends, especially like you guys, because I'm like on the podcast and you guys go and do fun things like you guys go to house parties and all this stuff. And I will always choose my boyfriend and my stepdaughter over anything else. Mostly the stepdaughter. I know. I know. (laughs) Mostly the stepdaughter, though, because until you have a three year old telling you, please don't leave me, you have no. No idea what guilt is. Okay, here's the funny thing about that, and I'm yeah. going to explain this to you. Our friend group, much like the fact, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull this back, and I'm speaking for a lot of people right now. And if they disagree with me, that's fine. <laughs> but I don't think they do. When Billy's like moving to DC, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yes, we all agree. That's a good yeah. thing. We, uh, it's we a good all idea. Agree. I've only met a couple of people who are like, no, Billy shouldn't do that. And then I've kind of like set a couple of people straight. Like, I'm like, uh, you need to shut the fuck up and shut you need up. to fucking be supportive. Oh, my God. I'm turning up now. <laughs> and, and they are. They, they got it. I mean, younger people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Now, with you and your boyfriend, I'm going to sit and talk with these two guys. I can't imagine us disagreeing on this. If... Like I've never been like Holly. If you need to come out to this party, and you're like, "Well, I'm with Jason and my boyfriend, Jason and, and, and his daughter, and the baby," and we're not like, oh. we're <laughs> like, we're like, "Oh, okay, that's fair. You yeah. should, you should be doing." You that. guys are so and supportive. That's how we feel yeah. because you and guys I mean, see how happy I am. Yes. Like I literally. So I mean, I don't mean to keep bringing this up, but I went through cancer. And I was told I couldn't have kids. And so I yeah. think I kind of was like, okay, I can't have kids. I'm going to be a slut now. Like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And then I meet this guy. And not only is this guy amazing and he has an amazing daughter, but he's so supportive of my career, of our podcast, of everything. And that's 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 really what you need. And um, I need that. And then on top of that, he has this built-in kind of family and I thought I was going to be so horrible at being a stepmom. And you know what? Like, I love her so much and I love him so much. And I was so scared that my friend group would be. And I think this should go out to all the women out there who are scared for life change. The people who matter are not going to hate right, you not. for not being able to go to parties because you guys have been so understanding. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't go to that party because Jason and I have the baby. Yeah. And you guys are like, we're so happy for you. We love that this is you right. and this is you now. Right. And I think you guys just know, like, this makes her happy. Yeah, and this is a thing. Yeah. And it would be different if, like, my boyfriend forced me into it and I hated no, it. No, we would tell you. But... I don't hate it, and I love it, and, like, 
I don't know. It's been great to have this friend group who's just like, we get it if you can't go out. Actually, and I, th- this is intervention. Yes. Uh, we actually are here today to tell you. We actually it. hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. No, we love but it. But I think that there are a lot of women out there who feel scared to like Fucking either. tell their friends I just want to spend time with my family. And you know what? The friends who don't support you spending time with your family or your babies, those aren't your friends. Because my friends, look, I got thrown a baby. I didn't go through Someone nine threw months. a baby at you? I mean, kind of. Let's be real. They were like, they were like yo, <laughs> catch. And you're like, ah! I mean, kind of. Because here's the deal. I didn't go through nine months of pregnancy and a baby shower and all the things. (laughs) I just kind of got handed a three-year-old. I don't know. I wasn't there. (laughs) I just kind of got handed a three-year-old, and now my life has changed where my priorities have changed. There's a lot of parents out there that are like, she missed the terrible twos. I know. Fuck her. No, the terrible twos are nothing. Parents out there are going to understand this. The terrible twos are nothing. Terrible. uh, The the three-nagers... Are the worst. Oh my god, they think they're like, they know everything and it's awful and I hate it. But uh, what I have noticed is that the friends who matter, the friends who love me, see how much I love my new life. And you guys don't get mad at me when I'm like, I'm sorry, I have the baby, I can't. Holly's like, guys, I have (laughs) gas. And we're like, okay, I guess so. I'm just, there's got to be like so much like parenting labor and emotional labor that goes in with like, yeah. having like just this small person yes. coming into your life. Yeah. She's in a the little last human, of, and um, there's she's like, she's a little human who like depends on me to yeah, make right? sure that yeah. like she eats and you know drinks water and whatever. It's it is the Likes most. Prince, don't forget that. Yeah. It is the most unimaginable thing that I have ever gone through, and I thought I would be so much more scared than I am, but really, it's like the other day, she like ran into my elbow when she was wrestling with me, because now we wrestle. And she's like, ha ha No. She hit my elbow and cried forever and drooled all over me, and did I like it? No. But I loved her. way different than cats. Oh, yeah. It's... Oh my God! Yes, I, w- like, I would love somebody to chime in. I was like, "You weren't there when they <laughs> shit on my face and when I was like, and on my face." You, were, well. I think it takes a lot, and I'm just gonna say this: I'm lucky because Jason and I have a great relationship with her mom, and we all get along, okay. and it's fine. Um, and the thing is. Is that it takes a lot to (laughs) it takes a lot to love a human being that you did not birth that is now throwing up on you and now is slobbering on you. And when you go to the pool, you have to wipe their boogers out. And I'm not asking for credit. It's not credit. I like I don't care. I love her no matter what. But it is the weirdest 
most amazing thing I've ever gone through is loving a human being that needs everything from you and I did not give her like, like, birth. I can barely do anything. It's pretty cool. much, yeah. like my, <laughs> relation, you it's pretty much my relationship with Chris for the last seven years. I mean, yeah, sure. What the fuck? You know? <laughs> Just taking care of him, rubbing his burgers. Yeah, and like, I mean. Billy, I can't cut this. You have to cut this. I, it's crazy. I just, I just eat red chili and hash browns. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But I think there's a, there's a lot... There's a lot I can write jokes about, and I do, and there's a lot that needs to be said for yeah. people who not only, like, love a little human that is difficult, but that can accept the the mother of that little person. Like, I love her mom. Her mom is amazing. Her mom is a farmer, and her mom's great, and... She has a boyfriend that also oh, loves our little boy. Nice. So we have like a community. Can you imagine being a kid and having like four fucking parents? She kinda loves sounds awesome, it. right? She <laughs> loves it but hates it also. But really? the, I mean, I don't I think she it. hates it. But like the I mean, thing is disappoint. if we all love her <laughs> and we all accept it, it's it's less hard on her. Yes. <laughs> What did you I say? Got him back. I'm sorry. What said, did you I say? Imagine having four parents. A lot of people to disappoint. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure she. Oh, that's I had none of that. That's awful. But like, and awesome. But also, it's like my life has totally changed. Where I was this comedian slut for like two years. Sounds like a sitcom on Netflix. She's like, I know. She's like, hey, mom. Hi, dad. Steve. <laughs> and now I have a boyfriend who's amazing and supportive and, and a stepdaughter who's amazing. And then I have her mom and her mom's boy, boyfriend and we're all like a family. And then I, I have to see my dad be really nice to her. He gives her candy at like 9.30 p.m., which... Never would have happened when I was a kid. I was like, since when? But I I really, really have to thank you guys for being so supportive because Absolutely. this has been an adventure for me. Yeah. And you guys are just like, okay, you can't come party with us <laughs> as much as you used to. That's fine. That's fine. And it's because Apparently I'm truly I'm a, happy. a karaoke artist now. I mean, you should. They made me karaoke a bunch last night, and I blew my voice out. You're so good at it, though. I'm not. Billy's you... fucking good at it. <laughs> and it was so funny, because someone heard me like sing, and they're like, oh, we're going to make you sing all these different songs in your... The thing is, I, I understand Chris's range. Your brain <laughs> is, if he knew the songs, yeah. if he uh, in pretty much, like, because all... Yeah. Let's be honest. There was a little bit of inebriation going on. Oh, sure. Right, of course. And my voice was blown out. When my voice is blown out, I can sing certain songs. You had some songs that were like, oh my God, this is better than the fucking original. Yeah. And I think I don't see Chris sing. Nah. I don't hear Chris sing. Because you're, you're judgmental. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. You're an artist. It, it, it's intimidating. And so, like, okay, so I'll, I All think right. Chris was mad at me for singing a song that it was out of my Oh, power. no, no, no. I was not mad at you. Kale was mad at you. Oh, he, was outside, Kale. he was outside making comments. He's judging. He was like, no, okay, hold on. Let's back up the fucking tape. So here's what happened. First and foremost, Billy is an amazing voice in music. He can sing amazing things. Uh, a lot of us can't. And so Kale 
Kale, our friend Kale, yes, had a song in mind that he wanted to sing, and it. I know. It, yeah. Oh, are, it, we, are it, we doing this? Are we doing this? We're and, uh, you don't. You don't have it. You don't have I don't even one. know what it yeah, is. What a, is it's a boys this? Club. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway. You guys so are Kale, so sexist. Kale is sitting outside, and he's already ready. To, he's ready to do karaoke. So Billy, who has an amazing voice, starts singing the Crash Test Dummies. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now let me ask you, Holly. Yes. Is that a hard song to That's sing? That's a hard song. No, no it's it not. Fucking it's, the, not. it's the easiest song to sing. So, okay, it's as easy, whatever. Kale's like, that's what I wanted to sing. And I was like, right? Billy is an amazing singer. He's just sandbagging right now. Just- Sandbagging means like okay, so I'm, I'm I'm impressing people with my mediocre voice. With a shitty when, song. When I should have actually Once made a staple of like how good I can sing. You're, ran- the- you're you're out of your you're you're just singing a shit range you can do easily. Yeah, easily. Whereas easily. people rely. I, call, I called you. On- pe- people rely. So people mad. rely on their <laughs> shit range. Where I I did that song just to like spite Kale. Mm, oh, he was so mad. He's like, oh, he's I'm like, sure. That's a song. Please, I, 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 I can sing angelically, like the <laughs> clips of the hearts, just like to a T. Kale couldn't do that. No, but he wanted. No, the, he wanted no. the sandbag but he could sing the Crash Test Dummies. Yeah. <laughs> he was so mad that like someone who's angelic as an angelic voice, like you yours, know what, was singing the. You Crash know Test what? Dummies. You know what? What's that? What? I love Kale. Yeah. Kale, in my book, would get away with anything he wants. Yeah. Because he's a sweetheart. But it's, it's, it's the thing. It's like, that's my wheelhouse, you know? I mean, that's maybe don't go he's into his wheelhouse. Taking my job. <laughs> so, I did, so I did okay, though. You did good. Is that the most you ever heard me sing? That's I've never heard you sing. Oh, you haven't. Okay, I mean, I mean, kind you, of, you but will not never really. Get Chris out on the freaking karaoke mic. I probably will. Oh, you I will wait. more because you you're not there. You, you're like the dominant factor of reason why I don't do karaoke. Which is the reason my girlfriend. Oh, I get that. Does yeah. not go on the mic. If I wasn't there, she'd be on the that. mic every single right, other so song. Here, here's here's the song. Okay. So they hand me the mic. They like me to do Teenage Dirtbag. Oh, I like, love that song. Well, and, That's and, and a good I, one. And I, and I don't sing it well, but they just think that, like, oh, I'll sing that. Yeah. So then I get on the microphone, and I do this thing where I'm like, I would have given you all of my heart, but there's someone who's torn it apart. If you want, I'll try to love again. Try. And, yeah. And so the number's like, oh, god damn, you actually can sing. Yeah. And I, but I don't have a range like he does. I just have a certain range. And right. last night, I'd like, I had the raspy, like, blown-out voice range. Also, I made the mistake of putting the shell coral key. That was terrible. As opposed uh. to the Watts but key. I did, I did do the Princess Bride song pretty Yeah, well. yeah, that was great. Yeah. Do you know the Princess Bride Chris song? has a great tone, and he yeah. actually has... Pitch yeah. like yeah. cognizance. Well, I, I don't used to sing doubt it. I, okay, so my my music musical singing, I, I I wasn't just like I'm a guy that likes to sing. I was actually in choir from seventh to ninth grade, and then when I moved to Grady, I joined. The reason why I joined a church was so I could sing in the choir. Ooh, right, so like Titus Andromedon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so then, like my my favorite is like the Princess Bride. My love is like a storybook story, oh, that's a good but it's song. as real as the feeling I feel. 
And like people are like, I don't know this song. I'm like, you've never seen the fucking Princess Bride? How do you never seen the that? How do you not know that song he by heart? Hero. <laughs> you live this life for the love of a woman. You know? And so then yeah. everybody was like, ooh. And so then they kept picking songs that they wanted to hear me sing. Oh. And it just blew my voice out. This morning I was like just so gone. But I had so much fun. Good. And, I, and I'm like more karaoke oriented. We should go karaoke together. Well, you should my steal mom me. Says he didn't get his singing abilities from me, but he gets it from his dad. I don't Aww. know. I've never heard my dad sing. I want to hear Aww. your dad sing. Yeah. I want to hear your dad sing. So, but so you should steal me away from the baby yeah. and hamster, and we'll go karaoke. I'm 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 always down for karaoke. Yeah. You've seen me do well, karaoke. Wednesday night. Wednesday night, Inside Out. They have the live band karaoke, which. None of you guys have been to, and it's so fucking amazing. I need to go. And before you leave, I want to see you do this, and you have to be there. You have I, to. You have to be there I'll at go. 7, Chris 8, 7 p.m. to actually get on the thing. Is it every Wednesday? No. Oh, no, no. no. They do it once a once month. once a month. And it's, it's fucking... I'll be there at 7.45. No. Just no, no, no. Six no, o'clock. you have to be you there, have to at, be there seven. at 7. I'll be there at 6.30. Okay, so the last time I went to live band karaoke at Inside Out, people got there at 7, and by the t- I got there at 8. By 8, it, it was 10 Four. o'clock before you were on. Yeah. If you signed up at 8, you were on at 10 o'clock. Okay, I'll sign so up at this 6 Wednesday. 45, and I'll there, be- was a, there was this white guy with his hat on backwards and his hair puffed out of the sides with the, with a, the, the shitty goatee. Oh, you're talking about Fred Durst. No, no. <laughs> and he fucking blew Kid Rock? Prince Ooh. out of the park. I was fucking blown away. Okay, when I say live so- band karaoke, there's a live band. There's no, and it was, it's so fun. Can we all agree that we will be there on Wednesday? I'm there, man. I love it. I have to check my calendar. Okay, fair. It's, it's so fun. So anyway, I want to end the show. I mean, we, 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 we're we at the final wavy hour. Final wavy hour. I do actually want a final show for me here. No, no, this yeah. is the final wavy hour, though. My final wavy hour. Just the final wavy no, hour. No, it's the final wavy hour. Mm-hmm. We're never going to call it the wavy hour ever again. After today. It's going to be the Holly's... No. <laughs> the Holly's talking out her ass hour. No. What is it going to be? The Billy hour. <gasps> We're going to go with the Billy hour. Oh, it's made me choke up. <laughs> right? I hate it. I love it, but I hate it. It's Why are you trying to make the Holly hour doesn't exist cry so much. except for Billy. He's the one who created it. Like we were I was like when Billy and I let's history and I'm crying history we were old town yeah old town we would do an hour show yeah and i was like god damn man i feel like we're so good we just have to go into overdrive we have to do a you know we just go into a second hour and he was like it's called the wavy hour oh it means like okay so basically the wavy hour pertains to the idea that we've been drinking beers yeah and then we're wavy. No, the thing is, like, it was like we're trashed. No, no, we're done. It's like, yeah, we're yeah. done. It's like, no, let's fucking do another hour. Let's do another hour. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> and uh, that's why we went from one to two hours. Yeah. Wow. The Billy Hour. The, the Billy, Billy Hour. Oh gosh, I love you guys. Oh the Billy God. Hour. Oh my. 
Okay. This is okay. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. We gotta stop crying. <laughs> so, who's got anything to promote? How do you promote things for yourself? <laughs> I don't know. Next Friday we will be live at the Redbird. The Redbird is called yes. the Red Door. Red Door Central. Red Door Central. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we will be there. So come out, and say hello, shake our hands, buy us many drinks. Buy us uh, so many drinks and we're really <laughs> sad. Ugh. We'll be um, happy to. It's yeah. happy sad. We have another. We have one more live show coming in September, but I don't want to announce that yet. But uh, other than that, uh, we are. I oh, oh actually, we have a big show in October, and also real on, big show in October. Also on the show that, uh, or on the night that we do the Redbird thing, yeah. um, I am going to be at Zinc at nine thirty, and then I'll go back to the open grand opening whatever so go to the grand opening or go to my comedy show or both or whatever That's and fair. we're all crying this is terrible <laughs> Billy what what do you got coming up God I think okay so <laughs> I'm gonna have a final show eventually here um, it's in October it's in October uh, my it's partner is, is is my my girlfriend's moving next week. She's moving pretty so much you five won't be days. At the show Friday. I won't be at the show because she is moving away from this amazing town that I've grown to love, and I'm gonna leave eventually. The only thing that's keeping me here is. The Night of the Living Cover Bands that happens Yay! every year now because there's only, there's only six <laughs> this year. Yeah, it's only <laughs> six. So my last show is October 26, and I want to say two days later, I'm f- on that flight to Washington D.C. And I'm gonna miss Albuquerque so much. Like I'm relatively young, and I just want to know you guys are my family. And I'll be back as much as I can, and I'll never forget any of you. It's, it's going to a place where I know I don't Nobody. know anybody. Anybody. Nobody. I'm just gonna be in a space where I feel that maybe I can thrive, but also I'm with the love of my life. Hi, Shelby. Um. <laughs> <laughs> James is the love of your life. It's bullshit. James, I love you guys so much. Oh my god, and it's we're the, all it's, crying it's, it's right the now. announcement of the year, and gosh, I I was I'm here for this, and I'll always be here for you guys, and I am privileged to be a part of this, and to leave you guys is gonna leave a freaking big part of a big impact and fucking thing in my life I love every one of you Kendrick Nation I'm gonna miss you a bunch as well as these people that I have cherished throughout my tenure here that's pretty much it Right, I mean, uh, we love Billy. He always bit more. Yeah, <laughs> part of the show. 
We all love you so much. Let us get it out right now. Ah. It's the announcement. Actually, I'm going to be a lot on the show until October. But Jesus. We're just going to cry every week right. until Billy goes. But this is the official announcement. Yeah. And Chris actually had this idea of being like October, the, the last week of October. It's like, oh, where's, where's where, it, Billy? Where's it, like, he, oh, he left. <laughs> it's, it was going to be one of those things like, Where's Billy? It's like, well, we don't know. He left. Yeah, but he's gone. He's just gone. Like it was never going to be he announced. Just, like, left the letter. He walked away. <laughs> yeah, it would be so fucked up. So fucked up. Oh my god, guys, we're so emotional right now. This is gonna be a rough month. Yeah, because we got love Billy you October, so, much. so uh, you know, let him know you love him, and uh, we'll go to tenningminimum dot com. That's where you can add us on all of our shit, and uh, you know. Yeah. We love you all. <laughs> and with that, we, we are, are 10, 10 Drink Minimum. minimum. Okay.